The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. Hello, Portchester University. This is George Clinton. George Clinton. Parliament Funkadelic. And a Parliament Funkadelic. Well, all right. Start ya. Citizens of the universe. Recording angels. We have returned to claim the pyramid. Partying on the mothership. I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D. Light year groove. And yo, hip and come on to the mothership. Loose boots, doing the bump. Hustle on over here.
Doing it in 3D. So good, it's good to me. Get down to it, boppers. Yeah, buddies, it's the Ron Fez show. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Ron Bennington, Fez Wiley, Chris Stanley. Power Trio, the kind of triumph of radio, except for that radio is also a band called Triumph. All right, I know I said to people that uh, I wouldn't ruin your fucking TiVo experience, but you better turn off the show today if you're trying to stay away from the score. I'll fuck it up for you. I will fuck it up for you. USA and uh, a godless country going at it this morning. Fez is Germany, also shit to bed. But let's focus on the big things. American basketball took place last night in America. And we'll be looking for your. Ichibans. Ichibans, of course, mean. Oh. 
Here's a teabagger. What's your reach bun today, buddy? 3209, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Hooah! Thank you, sir. Uh, my reach is a Joseph Ganaspoli, a.k.a. Vito the Fag Johnny Cakes, was arrested here in Tampa this morning for DUI. Oh, uh, Johnny Cakes is um, from Sopranos, right? He right. was... Gay Vito. Yes, sir. Right, Vito was with Johnny Cakes. Yeah, Johnny Cakes was Gay Vito's boyfriend at the diner. Ah. So uh, he was on, uh, apparently he made a, an appearance at a cigar bar down here last evening and uh, driving home at 2.45. He wasn't uh, doing too well, so they stopped him on Kennedy and uh, promptly booked him into the jail where he blew, I believe, a .11. Uh, point one one is like fucking having Tic Tacs. I can't fucking stand uh, this country. Two forty-five in the morning. If you're not drinking, why are you out? You can't uh, fucking sleep. You're running out for the baby's milk. Who else is awake? Apparently, just the uh, city of Tampa police. It's insane. All right. Sorry about that, Vete. Uh, here's, uh, Paul. Paul in Jersey, you're on first. So, Ronnie? Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, Mexico upset France yesterday, two to well, nil. In your face, Ron. All right, let's be honest about this. You can upset France just by using the wrong soup spoon. And, um, <laughs> I didn't pick France. Uh, Hicks has France. Uh, and also, I believe Kathleen from the Bronx picks France to win it all. Very depressing. Isn't I'm no less stupid. I picked Spain. And then this shite going on up there right now. Does France have a shot of getting into the... I don't think so now. I mean, you, done, you right? want 0 for 2. Yeah, you just can't make up points. I mean, the most they could do, I guess, is get three points. I don't, I don't understand this fucking league. I understand it less. I know the worst thing you could do is actually pick up a ball. How could that be bad? And you know, like, remember how we used to sleep with our, blo our glove under our pillow? What do fucking, what do these guys do? They sleep with their fucking shoes under their pillow? They got cleat underneath their fucking head. They call them boots. They're cleats, though. I know. I know. To be a boot, you got to have something on the fucking ankle, right? Yeah. It's got to come up a ways. I guess they could call, they, I'll call their cleats quarter boots. God, I hate these fucking Slovenians. And they hate us for our freedoms. That's why they hate us. A country's the size of Jersey. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. The big uh, Celtics-Lakers game last night. And you're talking about basketball royalty with those two teams. Between the two teams, Fez, they've won over a half of the NBA championships in history. Really? That's how... Yeah. Did you watch the game last night? No, I didn't check it out. Uh, Lakers came out pretty flat-footed. They look like shit. Kobe shooting like shit. Still hold on. Win the thing. Uh, and at the end, you know, I knew that uh, Davey Mack was, for whatever reason, a Celtics fan. Based on, I believe, 80s white pride. Um, so. That's all he has. I actually uh, tweeted him at the end of the game, Tenacious D. And then he tweeted back, Kobe faggot. 
Really, really uncalled for. Maybe your team doesn't win, but is that the level you need to go to? But can I tell you, you know how when people write LOL, I actually did LOL. Don't LOL at that. I can't help it. It's it's not something like I'm going to plan on a laugh out loud later. You know I'm not a big laugher. It hurts. If you're gonna L- laughter hurts me. It's like fucking acid. So I'd rather not do it. But if somebody fucking just loses after they've been uh, so excited all this time, and then they fucking text you, Kobe faggot, because the LOL, it doesn't even make sense. And then the guy even actually had like 15 boards. So you know, obviously he's not. He's there with his wife and his kids. Uh, Jameson, New York, you're on Fest. Hey, guys. Uh, just giving Dave some credit. His 30-second tweet last night about Michael Jordan versus Kobe Bryant might have been the funniest 30 seconds I've experienced in the last few years. Hilarious, Dave. Good job. Bring him back. Peace. Sorry, you're going through such a, a fucking dry spell that that ridiculous fucking tweet made you laugh. Now he can stop wearing that ratty-ass fucking Celtics shirt for a while. I don't think he is, though. I think he's still going to rock it. Like a post-traumatic stress. I hope it's the <laughs> end of it. Seriously. I hope it's the end. Sean, you're on the Run of Fest show. How are you? Good, buddy. How you doing? It's like a buck 380 today, Ron. Yeah. I uh, just want to thank the workhorse at GXXM for uh, giving me a live show today before my weekend. Thank you, buddy. Well, there you go, Sean. Off you go. Uh, the boys set off today. Yep, no, uh, yeah, ONA best of, worst of today. Wow, really? Have they gotten that far into their best of <laughs> that they're actually worst? It's the bottom of the barrel, I guess. I'm, I'm going to miss mediocre ofs. I like those. Those had something for me. But worst ofs, that's too bad. Oh, God, I hate you Slovenians. Luckily, I can't find you on a map where I kill every one of you fucks. Uh, 80,000 Slovenia people live in Cleveland, Ohio, and they're all going batshit crazy right now. Cleveland's a fucked up town. Tell me about it. It's the Bane. Uh, Tyler, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie B, best part of the basketball game last night. Ron Artest thanks his shrink after the game. Uh, that was funny. Then he said to let us know when a new single was going to drop. Uh, Fez, I don't know who Ron Artest's fucking shrink is, but I want you to get her. I'll have to check in to see who he's, who he's using. Because his, his shrink can get him back into the game. Although, uh, that last three-point shot, I saw him not want to take it. He did the I'm-in-my-own-head thing, started to go away, and then said, wait, i got to be a man and fucking and put this in. But I was actually laughing at that. Because he's wide open, and you see him go, who else wants the ball? And then he goes, no, fuck it. I'm a man. I'm going to shoot. That one just fucking put a spike through fucking Dave. These Slovenians are fucking sickly people as much as they fall down and are hurt so badly. My God, they can't be touched. They're like fucking burn victims. And their jerseys, uh, really based on Charlie Brown's shirt. Yeah, the jersey's kind of fun. It's kind of like uh, hold the football for me. Despise it. Despise we ever got fucking tied up in this. uh, And then I'm not wearing my uh, Kathleen from the Bronx uh, Virgin Mary thing today, so obviously we're jinxed. 
I didn't bring that or a clip. It's been a fucking nightmare uh, commute for me. And then this... I got, uh, you know, Vito being fucking arrested. Nothing's working out. Uh, Eric, California, you're on my face. Hey, buddies, I got a live moral conundrum for you. All right, then let me play this. Oh, no. It's a moral conundrum. Conundrum. I sold a guy over Craigslist uh, a desk for a hundred bucks. He just gave me a hundred cash, forgetting he had already given me a fifty dollar deposit. I'm watching him load it into his car right now. Do I let him drive away or do I give him back the fifty? Jesus has never done anything for the stupid, my friend. It's a very good point, my friend. Thank you so much. Go. He forgot. Maybe you forgot. Nice fucking play, Howard, you prick. Thanks for finally fucking getting involved. How about a goal for the good guys? How about a goal for the boys that brought fucking freedom to Afghanistan and, uh, and Iraq? And Vietnam, kind of. For a little while, anyway. Well, they tried. Uh, Mike, California. Hey, Ronnie B, I got your YouTube on. Let me play this. I don't know what it means, but at 12.17 a.m., Utah executed Ronnie Lee Gardner by firing squad. First man in America to be executed by firing squad since 96. Uh, the interesting thing I saw there is they count down from five, right? Uh-huh. Five, four, three, two, one. And the guys started shooting on two. I'm like, did they think he was going to fucking draw on them? What the, what's your hurry? Give the guy an extra two seconds. They should do it like the floor director on a TV show does, where you get the five, four, three, and then two and one are silent. Just using hand signals. It is the Ron and Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, we're killing people in, in Utah. Right now we're fucking bending over for a country that didn't even exist a couple years ago. This little motherfucker here, this ref, Earl Douglas. I could give him a neck slap. I don't know why we get all the third world fucking judges. How about we get one judge who's been in a, who's seen a fucking TV before? Is that so much to ask for? Yeah, can those guys even speak English? No. What the fuck? How can they fucking judge then? The international language. Love. It's all done with love. What? Like hand jobs? <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking get involved in this soccer bullshit. I'm an American. I'm a baseball man. This is fucking ridiculous. And those stupid African horns. What do they call us? The Vazulas. I can't be it. That's too dumb of a name. Uh, the New York Yankees uh, said no one can bring those to their games. <laughs> Some guy got kicked out with one a couple days ago. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, the big problem there is that, you know how many times you go to a ball game and there's other South Africans. This is the second thing they've um, they've banned from Yankee Stadium lately. Uh, before that, iPads. They don't want anybody showing up with a fucking iPad. They hate them. They hate an iPad. 
It looks ridiculous. Who are you fucking talking to? You're at the game. Put your fucking iPad away, Poindexter. There's no point for him. No, there is no point. I don't know why anybody fucking thinks they need to bring anything to a game but their thirst. Oh, Jesus. Somebody be there. How come our fucking coach won't wear a goddamn suit like a man? Why is he fucking dressed up like he's going toboggan after the game? He's very thin. He's very cold. He's kind of scary and looking. You, you look at all the other coaches and they're fucking decked out. This guy's fucking showing up with his bald head. Put a hat on if you got a fucking problem. At least a toupee. I could be a soccer coach. Kick it. Kick it in that fucking box. Oh, these pricks. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. All right, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. We're going to be uh, talking to Paul Olo later on this morning about summer movies, Fez. And... uh, Everyone always used to get mad at me for saying the summer movies suck. And now everybody I talk to says the summer movies suck. Although the, I have talked to some adult people who say to me, and I'm not even kidding about this. You going to Toy Story 3? No, I'm not going to fucking Toy Story 3. Why not? I don't want to look like a pedophile. 3D though. You know what? If I fucked kids, I'd put those glasses on and sit there with everybody else. It's fucking ridiculous for an adult to go into a cartoon. You might as well get out on one of those fucking little horses outside the supermarket and ride it up and down. I didn't know it was in 3D. Oh, yeah. And I'm guessing the toys get in trouble somehow. I don't know. I think they'll find their way home. Isn't that the big thing? They gotta always find their way home, these fucking lost toys? Yeah, it takes a while, but they they do get back. I like to see one of those things where one of the toys gets shot in the face. Let the kids deal with that. Here's life for you, children. Let Mrs. Potato Head get raped. Although I will say this. As much as I I can't stand Pixar movies, I greatly admire that company. They just never make a fucking mistake. Now the thing is, aren't aren't their cartoons just as bad as everybody else's? They're just like stupid fucking... Cartoon faces asking each other questions and saying stuff. Why, why are they supposed to be? But what cartoons have they done? They've done Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We uh, talked about the Toy Stories. They yes, did, we did. Um, the cars. Lightning McCool Cars. What are you acting like you're on a game show for? What are, What are you fucking uh, on the feud? Good answer. Those Those cartoons are just as dumb as anybody else's cartoons. Cars can't fucking talk, you idiot kids. Did anyone ride in the cars? I don't think so. Ridiculous. No, they just went themselves. This is what I hate about the cartoon world. They try to take out the fucking great effect human beings have had on uh, the planet Earth. By the way, I'm curious. What did you just jot down there? Oh, I just wrote I wrote down cars and <laughs> <laughs> read, so that I didn't repeat no, myself again. No, no, you just did it now after you did the lineup thing. Fez was, is now his latest thing is he's acting like one of those newscasters 
who uh, just start jot stuff down while the music's playing. And I've always laughed at that. They will all do it. And you're like, uh, Brian Williams, they go to the music, and you see him writing stuff down, and you're like, what are you writing down? I was just on the news. What else is there to write? NBC. Um, John, Connecticut, you're on Fez. Good. Hey, what's up, buddy? I was yeah. just wondering, what's your uh, second pick for the World Cup, if you even have one? I know. I, I, well, in the uh, stupid blowhard league, I had Spain beating Brazil. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that that sucks. So. Yeah. Everything about my life sucks right now. I'm not going to lie to you. This fucking World Cup's been a nightmare for me. And it goes on until July 11. So where do we get this fucking kick from? All right, this is it. Don't anyone say a fucking word. Oh, Jesus. Penalty. Oh, no, it's not a penalty. It's from fucking back here. Oh, fuck it. We're not going to get that. That'd be impossible. Come on, Landon. You fucking look enough like Billy Crystal. Show us some of his magic. You only got to do one thing this summer. And that thing is important to you. That's it. Hold your balls, you fucking godless communist. Hold your little commie nuts. Why am I even watching this? Oh, you fucker. Jesus Christ. All right. I'm turning it off. I'm going to turn this shit off. In uh, Arizona, Hillary Clinton has said that uh, the United States Justice Department will be suing Arizona. Well, she didn't say that in Arizona, Fezzi. She was down in South America somewhere. And apparently the South Americans are all upset about the U.S. immigration things. And what she said is the Justice Department, on orders from the president, will uh, bring a lawsuit against them. And then nobody else has denied it. So it got asked around. Uh, They haven't said, yes, this is going to happen. And it seemed like it just came off the top of her head. And she was in some crazy fucking country. Uh, and she goes, oh, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, on the orders of the president, the uh, Justice Department is going to bring a, uh, a suit against Arizona. And then the governor of Arizona said, what the fuck? What do you, what? Suit against us? You can always tell when Hillary's having a little jet lag when you see her on TV and her hair is very flat. She you, doesn't have time to put the product in. Yeah, I don't think she cares much about it. You know what I mean? Like, when she was running, she tried to get herself down to, like, 210, 215. Uh, when she's not running, not a big deal for her. Parents not high on the uh, mark for Old Hill. So I have to see if this thing uh, does actually go through. And um, it, basically, they say it's unconstitutional. Arizona, as a state, can't make laws about immigration. It would be like them forming their own treaty... With uh, Costa Rica or something. Well, let's, you know, if we were to be totally honest about this, has there been any state power in your lifetime? It's probably been like the 60s was the last time that you saw a really big thing for state rights. They just don't exist. 
I remember uh, when they were doing the speed limit thing, and some of the states out west said, uh, look, we don't need a 55-mile-an-hour thing. It fucking takes us hours to get from one town to the other. We're going to leave the speed limit at like 75, 80. They said, you can do that. You're just not getting any more federal money. So that's really the fucking point of states now. How do we divide up the federal money that comes back to us? That's all it is. The same thing with pot laws. I mean, fucking California would say, whatever, you can smoke pot, but then the DEA fucking comes in and busts up every fucking anyone they want. It's ridiculous. Uh, I, just, I, I don't think that if the Justice Department decides to do anything about this, uh, I, I think Arizona's just going to fucking fold. And I think this one, for a change, is going to be uh, an easy win for the fucking Obama. Because, you know, and I don't know the legalities, fellas. I really don't know if the state has enough fucking thing, blah, 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 to do it. It seems like the long way around this deal, that that something should have been done before this. But I don't, I I think the fucking, I think Arizona's going to fold. Yeah, I I would think so. And... It's uh, states' rights. That's always the thing that a politician will throw out just when they don't want to put out an answer. Whether it's like Hicks said, marijuana or gay marriage or abortion. Yeah, so, well, that's the stuff that when the federal government kind of doesn't want to get fucking involved in it. But as soon as they do want to get involved, I don't remember the last time they lost one. Not since Kennedy and Johnson started fucking rolling tanks through uh, Alabama and Mississippi. Those states went, what the fuck are you talking about? All right. Sure, black kids can come in here. Who said they couldn't? No one said they couldn't. Oh, I hate these Wazidians. Uh, Brian, in Arizona, you're on Manifest. Hi, Ronnie. Hey, buddy. Hey, man, check it out. So, says this is not Arizona writing uh, in Im- immigration standards or immigration laws. All this, basically, all this law is, is a law saying that law enforcement people have to enforce the federal law that was written back in the 80s that we haven't been enforcing. And it's not, it doesn't set any kind of immigration standards. So many people think it does, but it doesn't. I think think it will probably be settled somewhere in court, Brian. I think it's already been settled, man. You know, the word around here in the news is that, you know, uh, um, uh, legal experts look at the law up and down and have said, you know, this is a good law. It doesn't set any immigration standards. It's just a law saying you got to enforce the law that you written in the 80s. Well, there's, so, there, there's actually, uh, and it's going to actually, uh, the, the weird thing about this is it seems to be somewhat of a political misstep for the Republican Party. They were doing a really fucking uh, great job of bringing Hispanic people to their party. And this now has them as the anti-Hispanic party. So Obama definitely wants to get this thing rolling. Hillary definitely wants to get this thing rolling because it's going to bring that emotional vote to their fucking side. It's really, really just a uh, clusterfuck. Yeah, because it also brings in racial profiling. Here's here's Chris. You're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, guys. Um, They can't win in court. Oh. Arizona has to do is cite uh, Prince Albert County in Virginia that's had the same law on the books since 2007, and it's been up, it's been upheld. And 
they've been deporting people out of the county. They had a really, really serious crime problem, an immigration problem, and they enforced their, they enacted this law, and it's been working. The crime has gone down 28%. The Yeah, don't get me wrong. The fucking people of Arizona did this, put this law out there because they were just fucking overwhelmed. And nobody was there to help them with that when it fucking went down. That's exactly right. It was a way to bring attention to the fact that the federal government isn't doing anything. So it's just asinine that they think they can sue and get it overturned. If they do that, all all they're doing is overturning the federal laws that they have put in place. Yeah, it's interesting, though, but again, like I said, as long as they keep that popular uh, opinion on their side and they start fucking, you know, pulling Hispanic votes all over the country, it'll be very helpful to them. Helpful in places like Florida, Texas, and it'll start and roll that way over the next uh, 10, um, 20 years. Uh, Jay, Missouri, you're on Running Fez. Hey, boys, how you guys doing? Yeah. Basically, from what I understand, is that they're going to be suing because a part of this law has so has a lot of vague words like reasonable suspicion, which is not clearly defined. Uh, what what uh, certain points in the law that are not clearly defined under both state and federal enforcement that they need to have clear and precise because without that that clarity. There is so much room for for abuse, and that's where they're coming off as it could be racist or could be uh, right. and illegals and stuff like that. Uh, and that is a gigantic fucking problem with all of our laws, isn't it? It's just, you know, it can always just be constantly brought up again and fighting over every uh, uh, single fucking... Um, phrase and that's why this is going to take some time and uh from obama's point of view i think they're going to love it i think they love to have this fucking battle because it's going to give them the kind of moral high ground with the minorities uh dylan you're on the run of fed show hey dylan. how you doing boys listen two points real quick number one until we secure our border it doesn't matter what laws we pass because Regardless if we start deporting this guy, that guy, the other one, if people are still streaming in here unchecked, it's not going to get any better. The second point I wanted to make is, isn't anybody concerned, and maybe this is a bigger issue, that politicians are doing what they think is going to garner them the most votes instead of what is... Absolutely correct. I mean, come on. Absolutely 100% correct, and that's the fucking problem that we have now. Everybody is fighting this kind of... PR political battle and we're at the point where uh, it never stops it just seems like there's a constant election if you turn on fucking cable news the election is never over it's always the right did this or the left did this um, how many people want to bring up that you know whatever Republican blew somebody and all oh, this proof you know you're just in this constant fucking place you're just in this fucking constant place of fucking uh trying to pull this thing together instead of just being a political uh political fucking bullshit talk matt you're on the matt you're on the run of fest show yeah ron that guy just called in and he was talking about prince albert virginia there is no prince albert virginia so i don't know what the hell he's talking about 
Well, Prince Albert is because he had something put through the top of his cock. <laughs> right, Ron. Uh, I have no idea why. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. This fucking soccer game is driving me nuts. I don't know why I ever got myself into watching this stupid-ass game. This stupid-ass game called soccer. Like four fantasy leagues. I'm going to destroy every fantasy league after the show today. I'm going to pull the plug on all of them. And if people want to switch over to baseball, that's up to them. Plus, I had enough fucking problem with what's happened in the last month with the Phillies. I don't need all this. Now, if you want to go to 202 Friends, you can vote for Franklin there. Franklin trying to win a grant as part of the Pepsi Refresh Project. A couple more weeks left to vote for Franklin there. Help him win this thing. If you're going to talk about me, don't send the text to me. You sent the text to the wrong person. What was that, Fez? I stepped on one of your plugs. Oh, and then uh, at uh, 202 Friends, you can find the link to vote for Franklin for his project. You can vote every day, and make sure you can uh, you can vote from different email addresses, too. Uh, Jose, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Jose, what can I do for you, buddy? Yeah, uh, I just want to clarify a little thing here. Like, I know that a lot of Hispanics that you're saying, you know, are going to go get the Republican Party. Well, a lot of people don't understand it's like myself. Holy shit, I love this sport. It's literally the best fucking sport out there right now. Because it's an anything can happen situation. Wow, that was impressive. All right, one more, boys. One more. Uh, Jose, you lived there in Arizona? Yeah, I did. I, I, I got to tell you the truth. No one cares about your state when there's something so important, okay? You're one tiny state, and we're talking about an entire world. An entire world focused on the beautiful game. Wow, that's gigantic for us. Make sure we send ties out to those guys, because that seems to be their gimmick. Send it. I'm going to put out the USA tie. Skinny ties? Oh, I'm thinking I'm ready to bring it back fat. Uh, you know, bring it back. Uh, basically, you look like Billy Joel and the Stranger. Cool. Right in the middle of, like, that whole new wave thing, he just has this big, thick fucking tie on. Like he just took it out of his dad's closet. Skinny ties only work if you have a fucking piano keyboard on it. That's the only time that's really going to be pulled off. Hipsters love skinny ties. Still? Yeah. Going strong. And now uh, flannel shirts. All right, so there's 70s and the 90s. It doesn't make any sense. They have nothing of their own, the poor bastards. Except for beards. Neck beards. Good one. Way to attack your own fucking stupid generation, Hicks. And your own beard. Yeah, kind of. He's got facial hair. Most of it comes from underneath and grows up. You see two or two friends yet today, Fess? Um, Cigars and Scotch did that thing. In... No, I didn't see that. Did I get you involved with the show at all? Go over there. Go look. Go look at it. Have it all ready to go. 
And there's a very nice uh, picture of Jerry Garcia on there. Or is there now calling him Fezzi Garcia? Gotta love this game of soccer. It's so exciting. Brings you everything. Including national pride. The kind of national pride they can't have in Boston. But I don't know who's having more fucking struggles of getting close. Boston or Philadelphia in terms of their teams. Both places are doomed. This fucking guy, this ref, he doesn't look like Earl. He looks like the guy who hangs out with Larry David. What's that fucking guy? Is J.B. Smoove? Yep. He's J.B. Smoove. All right, I've seen what Cigars and Scotch has done on Tour 2 Friends. The Photoshop of my face uh, uh, photoshopped on Jerry Garcia's body. Uh, the annoying thing is, can't really tell where my face ends and Jerry Garcia's picks up. And that's even today, with him been dead this many years. Was that offsides? I'm not seeing the offside. Fuck no, that's not offside. I don't know what it is because I have the sound down. I don't know what the fuck happened. I maybe it was an offside. Two things: I have the sound down, and then B, I don't understand the soccer rules. I just like the uh, the uh, red, white, and blue. That's my team. Let's take a break here. We'll be back. Run Fez. You're listening to the Ron and Fez Show on the virus. Sirius 197 XM 202. If I'm fucking six women three times a day, seven days a week, how many times per week am I fucking? Was it 10? Was it 130? Was it 16? I was tripping out. Some weird stuff, Telling me. <laughs> Danny Duke seems good at two things. That's math and fuck. <laughs> sure, all, right. all right. If you don't want to know the finals, you need to turn your radio off. Oh, yeah. Taking this guy out on a fucking kitchen door. There's such bullshits over there. I've never seen... It's like we're fucking playing against sickly infants. Matt, New York, you're on the Run of Fest show. How are you, buddy? Yo, what's up, guys? I was reading Maxim before. The, Why? The new Maxim. The new Maxim that just came out, and there's like a couple of different articles in it where they'll end it with face. And I was like, this is a total Ron and Fez thing, isn't it? Well, I remember that was uh, Dave started that a couple years ago, but I don't think it was his. Oh, I think I it'd been it around since, that. like, fucking childhood. Uh, well, I'm young, you know. Mm. How young are you? 30. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you keep fucking playing the Peter Pan act, my friend. Your giggle is young. Mm. All right, there we are, the U.S. tires. Uh, and I don't know why we didn't fucking... 
They didn't count that last goal, and I can't get any fucking updates on it. But out of a possible six points in two games, we've got two. Makes me very nervous about us traveling over. What the hell are you eating, Hicks? By George, just brought over some uh, lobster rolls from Luke's Lobster downtown. Thank well, you very much. So you're just eating lobster rolls uh, off a fucking guy you never met before. Yep. Well, there was a sticker on the... Uh, it was look sealed. Oh, it, had a, it has to be good then. Put, hold it up so I can get a look at it. There you go. That's good. Nice looking uh, lobster roll. Well, I have this whole thing of not eating listener food. You know, like they sent it for a re- from a restaurant for some reason. I will eat it. Oh, I forgot this gimmick of let's give each other our shirts. Weird. Yeah, this is the gayest sport ever. It's a good tradition. We should do it in here. The uh, the Supreme Court ruled that um, employers have the right to check texts on any employee's uh, device that has been company-issued. It's the first time the Supreme Court uh, heard a case like this. I could have fucking settled that one. I would think that no matter what, always it's assume... A work, it's a work phone. Yeah, always assume your boss is spying on you in some capacity or another. There's cameras all through the place here. I never send an email out of here that I wouldn't want, you know, someone to, that I would be nervous about someone seeing. Leave that on my home computer. Well, what kind of sick fucking emails you sending around over there? Hi, Skippy. Ever see an adult male's cock? Why is Billy Crystal clapping like this? What's, he, what's his excitement level for? It's a fucking tie. Yeah, we came back. Well, still, I gotta tell you, I'm a little, I'm a little fucking disappointed. Looks like he's still trying to fire up the crowd. Uh, Eminem says that now he's a new tolerant person and supports gay marriage. There you go. So I think this Eminem, I think he's going to be even more popular. Who brought him in, Fez? Who brought him over that way of thinking? I don't know. How about Sir Elton John? Many years ago, when everybody was against Eminem for his same faggot or whatever in his songs, uh, Elton John went out and did a song with him. Gay community got fucking uh, furious. Elton said, this is a nice young man, and uh, he's going to be okay. This is what it takes, that progress. Yeah, well, with Elton and Rush Limbaugh, that seemed like it was more about just making a cool million. Well, you know best. So, Essence Magazine has a commentary out where they're against Angelina Jolie playing the part of Cleopatra called Another White Actress Playing Cleopatra. So they think since she's from Egypt, it should be a black actress playing her. Well, what you need to do then is produce your own movies, and then you can fucking put up anybody you want. Wasn't it like a black exploitation Cleopatra movie at one point? It feels it's, like it had to have been. been a lot, uh, I think there was like... Uh, 
Yeah, uh, there was some kind of a weird thing, but I think her name was just Cleopatra. Well, Cleopatra Jones or some shit? Yeah, some <laughs> shit like that. It's fucking good, though. So I, I, they also there was also talk this past week, uh, possibly a black Spider-Man. Right. See, I think there's a little bit of difference there. I don't know if everybody knew what Cleopatra looked like. Spider-Man has a certain look where it could confuse a uh, film-goer. Film-goer who's going to be confused. The guy's name is Spider-Man. I could go to a movie and see it like the JFK story with Denzel Washington in a heartbeat. I would have no fucking problem with it. If the guy's a good actor, he's a good actor. Your, your thing is the exact opposite of what you got upset about when the guy said, hey, the gay guy shouldn't be playing a fucking hetero role. You got furious about that, right? Right. Because it doesn't make any sense. This is the same story. If you have a good actor, you have a good actor. Well, I, I was just thinking it was more of an iconic thing with Spider-Man and just what he's always looked like from the comic books. Or Peter Parker, anyway. He looked like a drawing. But a white drawing. So what? How long would it take you to fucking adjust? The problem is with the Spider-Man movies, if they would keep the mask on him like they should in the comic book, it probably wouldn't be that much of a problem. But for some reason in the comic book, in these movies, they constantly want to have Spider-Man working without his mask. Well, they're paying an actor $20 million. You can't get a lot of fucking emotion out of a mask. When it just really goes against the, the superhero code of protecting that secret identity. Spider-Man should just wear glasses, then. That's his fucking job. <laughs> like Superman? Yeah. I thought you were Superman, but then I fucking figured, you don't, you don't have, he doesn't wear glasses. Can't be you, Four Eyes. Superman takes off his glasses and then uh, apparently puts a, starts to curl his hair before he takes off as part of his disguise. Yeah, black guy couldn't do that. I always wondered with the uh, supervillains why they would bother putting a mask back on after they've already been captured. They've been to court. They're there in prison clothes. They're in prison. Everyone knows who they are. They, get, they come back out. They put a mask back on. So what you're saying is these comic books don't make a lot of sense. Well, that part of it doesn't. Mm. They, um... They announced the uh, recipients for stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame for mm. 2011. Those names are already out. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to do a little insincere congratulations to some of these people getting stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame next year. The recipients for the stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, they have been announced. So here is some quick and insincere congratulations to the honorees whose checks have cleared so that they can receive their stars. Congratulations to the Muppets. It's good to know the Walk of Fame is finally honoring Felt. Congratulations to Oprah. I'm guessing the Walk of Fame just got a new iPad and a $10,000 check. 
Congratulations to Al Bundy. Ed O'Neill will be getting a star. It's good to know that years of putting your hand down your pants has finally paid off. Congratulations to the creator of High School Musical, whatever your name is. Because with how could we have endured without the discovery of Zac Efron? Congratulations to the Go-Go's. I wondered how the Go-Go's did deserve such an honor, but apparently everyone's lips are sealed. Congratulations to Reese Witherspoon. Finally, big chins and southern accents are no longer overlooked in Hollywood. Congratulations to John Langley, the creator of the show Cops. The symbol on your Hollywood star really should be a shirtless redneck being pulled out of a double wide. And congratulations to Doogie Howser, Neil Patrick Harris, the one person on this list that can do no wrong and actually deserves it. Again, insincere congratulations to all of the 2011 Hollywood Walk of Fame recipients. Now, will there be a dinner? I don't know if there'll be a dinner. Mm. I'm in here. Oh, no, we haven't ordered any food. We got lots of rolls. No, I just said, it just felt like we were doing a roast there for a second. I thought you were going to say Red Buttons never got a star. No. I, I'm not sure whether you got one or not. Uh, Shane in Philly. Hey, great fizzatorial, Fez. Love you. Was that a fizzatorial? No, that was insincere congratulations. Nice. So you don't think any of those uh, people deserved it? Maybe. Maybe Neil Patrick Harris. Just maybe? He definitely does. Jim, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Fez, great caddy moment. You're back. Right. Was that caddy moment, Fez? No, that was insincere congratulations. Don't uh, care much for some of those people like the Muppets. Exactly. Why are they on the Walk of Fame? Uh, Frankie, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I want to insincerely congratulate Fez for a caddy moment. No, that was insincere congratulations. You were right in the first place. This is going to be a new uh, thing? Um, I'm not sure. It may be a one-time deal. I'll, stand, I'll sit next to my radio. Mike, Connecticut, you're on running Fez. Congratulations to Fez Watley. It's good to know that comedy doesn't have to be funny anymore. Wow. That was fucking mean, Mike. Uh, Fezzy, the new bit... Insincere what? Insincere congratulations brought to you uh, right here on the Run of Fez show. Um, Dan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, I just want to tell Fez I love the geriatric soccer announcer. That was generic soccer announcer, but that wasn't what I just did either. That was insincere congratulations. Insincere congratulations, you're giving them congratulations, not so sincere about it. Exactly. I'm saying congratulations, but do I mean it? No. Bob, Virginia. Hey, Fezzy, do you think Neil Patrick Harris will be on his knees to accept that award? They all will be when they lift that, when they unveil their stars. Um, here is uh, Matt, you're my fist. Ronnie, this new guy you picked up, man. These bits are great. Keep it up. Keep it up, uh, Fez. Keep it up, Fez. You know my name. It's Fez, isn't it? It's Fez Watley. All right, we got to go on to 2 o'clock, and then what's the, uh, what's the game? 
The game there is England and Algeria. England. Uh, Jay, you're on my first. Jay, going once, twice. Oh, sorry, Ron. Got you, pal. Uh, yeah, I wanted to comment on the uh, Cleopatra story. Uh, Cleopatra was actually of Greek descent. She was descended from Ptolemy, one of Alexander the Great's generals, so she wouldn't have been black anyway. Punch now. Peace. So they need to get a Greek girl. If uh, I don't, you know, the thing about that, I can't get all fired up over what Essence Magazine has to say. I've never read one, and then they put these things in just to be like shock jock stuff. Like Jive you know? Magazine? Yeah, it's something like that. But, you know, I have no fucking problem with anybody from Essence Magazine saying, how come there's not more black people? You know, uh, just in the same way of that guy who played a hetero, everybody got fucking mad at him. And, you know, the gays were all on his side. Shut up about that. Now you're getting mad because somebody of a different race is playing something. How many fucking times have we had white actors play fucking Spanish guys or whatever? Gypsies, Indians. It's just, you know, you try to pick the best fucking actor. Um, here's uh, Tony, Jersey. Yeah, Fez, I think you should uh, switch it up to do the geriatric soccer announcer this time. All right, someone already tried that one. Um, CJ, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Fez, I uh, just wanted to tell you your Dan Brady impression is spot on. That was Dan Brady doing that? No, that was not Dan Brady. That was me. That was Fezzy. Doing Mar insincere congratulations. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. The Jan Brady was always the impression of the, the Saturday Night Live girl doing Jan Brady. Right, the Melanie Hutzel impression. So you should come out, I'm Melanie Hutzel, would be fucking classic. Um, let's go, uh, J.D. in Atlanta, you're on the fist. Yeah, let's please bring back Dave. I mean, it's just getting, the show is just not relaxing like it used to be. J.D., we never asked. We we I never know. asked Dave to leave. No one ever asked Dave to leave. We all adore Dave. Sure, he and I got into fights now and then, but I never asked him to leave. Why were you guys fighting anyway? Over who took? He, he would be splitting lobster rolls for, with you right now. I know he'd be fucking be done then. These goddamn things. So uh, it's lobster in a roll, and what do they have there? They run on butter, or are they run like that mayo thing? Butter. There's butter on these bad boys. Yeah, that's the way I rock it, too. I like the mayo, too, though. A lot of people do. That's more of a, like a, a Long Island thing, I believe. I consider that a Long Island thing. Now I feel bad, because I really don't like Long Island. Well, I didn't know you had that problem. Oh, yeah, your girlfriend used to date someone from Long Island. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that's... Distinct possibility. Um, Ronnie in New Orleans, you're on Fez. Hey, buddy. Yeah, uh, the thing with the Cleopatra thing, why does like a black person have to say that it should be, you know, a black person should play Cleopatra in the movie? Why isn't it just okay for the person making the movie to say, hey, I want a white person? Well, that's exactly the fucking point. I mean, you can criticize all you want, anything. But if you're not making the fucking movie, you don't have a real lot of power over it. 
just doesn't fucking matter much. And how do you criticize something before it comes out? How do you know whether it's good or not until you see it? They had Liz Taylor play fucking Cleopatra. That's not exactly believable. How many times have we seen uh, Roman soldiers, for some reason, played by English guys? Happens all the time. Not a lot to care about. You have fucking straight guys playing gays, gay guys playing straight. If it's a good movie, it's a good movie. If it's not, it's not. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Big big day for us today because I found out yesterday our intern string and. Hex, wouldn't you say this is probably the nicest intern we've ever had? Oh, he's in the upper echelon of interns. He's great. He's a fucking great kid. I mean, even some of the guys that we like, they don't have that fucking thing of strain where you really want them to fucking make it in life. He's, he's wonderful. Well, he's had not to live in L.A. Um, I've already offered him a job as G-Baby's pool boy. But uh, he's taking the trip across the country and I'm like oh when's your flight leave he goes no I'm driving a road trip in this thing I don't know what it is about a road trip but I could never get as excited here's the fucking things that always excite me when I'm doing my own road trip or when someone else is doing a road trip and I could go over itinerary with them I fucking find that the most relaxing thing I could do anytime I go to some island and check into a hotel and I'm stuck there for a week it starts to bore me. But a road trip, you're moving around, you're seeing all kinds of things, you're interacting with the uh, locals. It's still the great American vacation. It's awesome. You can't fucking, uh, you can't not love a fucking road trip. I, can't, I went from New York to New Orleans in a road trip. That was awesome for uh, Mardi Gras. One Who'd day. you go with? Just one other guy. And we just fucking got hammered. And I actually awesome. think that's the way to travel. Because as soon as you start to load up the back seat with other fucking people... It starts to get ugly. So you either got to do it as the family road trip or fucking, you know, uh, fucking Jack and, and Dean. Then you then you got to be on the fucking road. But you can't load up the fucking back with a bunch of fucking losers and then no one can sleep and someone's always going to piss. Then it becomes a problem. All right, I want to go over his itinerary with him today. Tell him. Okay. Tell him that this is no longer his road trip. It's ours. God, we'll live through him. And what I'd like to do is GPS his ass so I can see where he is at all times. There's different phone apps now where you can watch where somebody you know, if they, if you guys hook it up together, you can watch where they are. That's crazy. Yeah. So you basically just like tracking someone in yeah. real time. That's nuts. Yeah. I know people who do it with each other. Literally. Wow. Oh. Now, when I road trip... I like to take my time. I like to have things. I don't like a, a tight schedule, but I also don't want to fucking wander around like a drunk person. And if you're going New York to L.A., what is that? Like four days of hard driving? Yeah, busting your ass four days, yeah. Busting your ass four days, probably relaxing five days. And if you're a fucking lunatic cannonball run, you'll probably do it faster. I wonder what... Like, like for a fucking trucker, what would be the fastest times you could ever expect to get 
from one side of the country to another. Because I think a lot of times those guys get bonuses, right? Yeah, if they go in under, under time or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're all jacked up on that no-dose fucking five-hour energy, energy drink shit. They probably don't have to sleep. Why not just give her crystal meth if you're going to play that game? Why not get something that will actually fucking work for you? Uh, one time driving alone, I drove from Albany to Key West. One stretch. It was almost like driving. I looked at the map. It was almost like driving from fucking Canada to fucking Cuba. I was only like uh, like 200 miles off That's from that. crazy. By yourself? Yeah. Uh, and I think I started smoking cigars on that just out of boredom. Just out of pure boredom. And at a certain point, uh, I remember making small talk with a toll booth operator. Just some broad just trying to fucking bring up like, hey, how's everything going today? Hey, another human. All right. <laughs> what do you up any hitchhikers? To? Me, you know, you don't see hitchhikers on the East Coast. Just occasionally you can see, still see some out West. But the um, East Coast fucking uh, thing, it's almost gone completely. Uh, all right. So folks want to help us out here with this road trip. And I'm going to have Sting come in in a little bit, bring an itinerary. Because it is fucking important. But first, I want to know what we have to work with here. What are we looking at in terms of time spent? Um, Sap, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, yeah, you guys watch Convoy way too many times. It takes If you're driving for a company and you got a Qualcomm satellite tracking system on your truck, and you're, si- and you're governored at 63 miles an hour, it takes you four days to cross the country for a solo driver. It takes you two days if you're a team. Now, if you're a, a single independent driver with no tracking software, and you go 70 miles an hour, maybe three to two and a half days. But you're a stupid dumbass if you do, do it that way. You'll get yourself killed. Uh, because just the exhaustion will fucking come in? Oh, yeah, exhaustion will, 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 will they'll drop you like a... They'll just kill you. The other thing, though, is, is if, if you want to take a whole bunch of drugs and stuff, everybody yeah, I, gets drug tested. And there's, you know, once you get busted with it once, you're never getting behind the wheel again. But, Chef, let's point something else. And, and everything I agree with except for the first thing, you can't watch Convoy too many times. Okay. All right. Good one. Other than that, you're fine. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That open road. You got to be out there moving it. The kid's doing it the right way. He's driving from New York City to L.A. He's going to make certain stops along the way. We got to help him out here. Um, One of the things we've got to do is make sure he understands the value of road food. Because there's no sense in traveling the country without sampling local cuisine. It's all about that, and it becomes incredibly important. Um, Brad in Texas, you're in Hey, how you doing, there, fellas? I drive east to west all the time. You can go in two and a half days, not in the parking everywhere in the town, stop and eat at nice restaurants. You'll have to eat at McDonald's. You can do it in two days, two and a half days. And that other driver, he's a pussy because. You ain't going to get yourself killed. It's got to be a man to drive it. I mean, your father said everybody's done it before. It's just everybody tries to go on these new regulations, want to drive 10 hours. Right. And, you know, play with the flock machines. You know, just drive, keep on down the road, enjoy the sight. 
don't stop unless you got to use the bathroom or get you something to eat. Two and a half days. Uh, you're going to be played by Franklin Ajay in the movie. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, let's go over here to uh, Chris in Jersey. You're on Running Fez. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, nothing much. We've been listening to you guys for a while now. Uh, we're actually headed from Jersey all the way out to Colorado. And uh, right now we're, we have a 14-foot canoe on top of my Thunderbird with some steer horns on the front. Quality road trip. Yeah. Are, are you holding it all, or is this a peaceful drive? Um, the canoe we're kind of we're kind of hoping it doesn't fly off. Yeah. Because we we kind of ghetto rigged it with some foam blocks and some uh, string. What part of what to, what where in Colorado are you going? We're going uh, out to Telluride, right outside of Telluride. Oh, beautiful! Over. All right, how yeah. long you staying in Colorado? Uh, probably three weeks. Oh man, enjoy yourself, bro. All right, to me this is. The summer American vacation. You got to get out. You got to fucking stretch it out a little bit. Very jealous of string. It's fucking great. I'm going to tell you the truth. I've never road tripped anywhere in the country I haven't enjoyed myself. Now, sometimes I'll fly out west and pick up a car there and then drive, you know, a thousand miles. Because it can get boring if you're just always leaving the fucking east coast in your car. You're like, oh, okay, great, back to Indiana again. You know, that can get a little nuts. But I actually think it's good. It's good as a family vacation, and then it's also good as a buddy bonding vacation. Now, don't get me wrong. A certain point will come where you'll try to kill those people. Yeah. Write that into the trip. Know that that's part of it so you don't take it so serious. Uh, I, I went out to Frisco with a buddy. I swear to God. Every time I got behind the wheel, he went to sleep and could sleep fucking 10 hours. Yeah, it's the same thing. My buddy just started fucking with me to wake me up because he was just pissed that I was sleeping. It starts to drive you fucking crazy. Like, I was up for you, motherfucker. I was having a conversation. We were talking about philosophy, chicks, dreams. And then I get behind the wheel and you're fucking, you're fucking laying out. And then those, is this all we got when they wake up? Fuck, I thought we'd been further along. Well, fuck you. Uh, Mike, Ohio, you're on Fez. Yeah, Ronnie B. Love the show. Thanks. Uh, hey, dude, I did Key West with my Golden Retriever for St. Pat's Day this year. Somebody on a bet got there in 25 hours, dude. And where'd you leave from? Ohio. No, that's a fucking, that's, that make a really good time. Storms and all that fucking shit through the mountains with me and my Golden. I got there, won the bet. Because uh, people don't realize, like, when you get south of Miami... You could still, with traffic, be another three, three and a half hours to get to fucking Key West. Because it's just a rickety old bridge that goes out there. That's fucked up. Oh, it's all part of, I mean, you got the fucking, you know, you drop the fucking top, my friend. It's like driving along the beach for fucking four hours. As long as you're enjoying yourself, there's all kinds of little fucking bars to stop at. Uh, PJ, you're on the Run of Fed show. How you doing, Ron? Some yeah. of these new drivers out here, they crack me up. I'm old school, been out here over 30 years. Back in the day, my best time, downtown Grand Rapids, Michigan, to L.A., 38 hours. My best time to Sacramento, 36 hours. And you can reverse that, my best time into downtown New York, downtown Grand Rapids, 12 hours. Tell those young drivers to put that in their place and smoke it. I like your attitude, PJ. I like your attitude. You take care, guys. All right. See you later. There he goes. Tell the young fucking guys this fucking follow smoke. He's the bandit. This fucking guy does not fucking slow down.
Uh, I'm going to fucking uh, bring String in in just a little bit. We're going to go over his itinerary, and we're going to make sure that he has some shit to do. Because, you know, if you haven't driven the country before, it's one thing to go, oh, I want to make it, make it next amount of fucking hours. But you also want to see these places you're going, because, quite frankly, you don't know when you're going to take another cross-country trip. Possibly never. It's Maybe a good, never. A good, a good chance never. Yeah. Because you'd think, like, wait, wait, for, you know, a couple hundred bucks, I got a round-trip plane ticket. And that's great if you've got to get somewhere. But you also miss that experience of the road. The road can be fucking amazing. It can be amazing. Uh, Brian, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I'm coming from California. What's going on, Ron? We're going. I can make it about two and a half days, but I'm also with the team. I can make it all the way across the state of Tennessee. Two and a half days. Two and a half days? Two and a half days. Probably 20, 24 hours. So I guess that guy is running solo that's running about 38 hours. So. Yeah. So you're, you're, running, my... you're running that sea to shining sea. What now? You're hitting both oceans 48 yeah, hours. Pacific to the Atlantic. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I wish my team partner could stay awake, but he got a damn sleep, so I'm sitting alone. All right, my friend. Best of luck to you. I think I would go so crazy, though, if I had to do it for a living. As much as I, I, I think it's so much fun to do, um... To do that every day of your life sounds like a fucking rough fucking haul. Artie, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Run of Fez. What's going on, guys? Hey, man. I, uh, every, every six weeks or so, I take a road trip by myself. I fly to a location. I drive around. I kind of see all the ballparks, stadiums, stuff like right. that. I track it on my uh, website, wizardy.com, and it goes off my iPhone. and It gives you a GPS location where I am. Now, what, what are you doing out there all that time, Artie? How come uh, you're able to pull this off every six weeks? I'm a freaking college student. I don't have a full full-time job. I'm happily unemployed, so you know. I, I work all my money to go on these freaking road trips, go see baseball teams. You know. All right. Is anybody banking you? You get money from people? No, but you know, I was trying. I, I figured I had the website up, and I figured I, I have a webcam in the car, so you can watch uh, 24 hours a day, like that thing that uh, Anthony has on a uh-huh. live stream shit. So you can watch the car, you can watch the GPS location, just follow me around, and I go to like you know swingers clubs and baseball stadiums and shit like that. And it's where's Artie? Yeah, Wizardy, spelled Hawaii, dot com. All right, buddy, we'll try to check you out. Thanks. Thanks, man. All right, peace. See, it might have to be able to follow every fucking move Strings making. And he's taking his check. It's him and his check. And at the end of this trip, he's either going to love her or they'll be done. Yeah, never see each other ever again. <laughs> yeah, it's one way or another. It's a great way of understanding whether or not you're fucking you're with a fucking woman who who can pull it together. Under some ugly situations. Um, Dave in Chicago, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, and that one guy's full of shit, Ronnie. Yeah, I leave Chicago, go to San Diego, come back every week. Ain't like I'm killing myself. I stop at fine restaurants. Uh, I know where the good bars are at, the good strip clubs. And I'm still back uh, Friday night, catch a couple games at Wrigley Field over the weekends. Then I go out and do it again. Five days, man, round trip. And and you pull the whole experience off like you're not just sitting there fucking staring at the road. You're living life out there. I try to, man. If, if you know, you'll fucking go crazy out here. I agree. Uh, I agree. I mean, there's, there's a lot of great local little, little tiny diners, you know, off the road. Uh, usually a couple bars, you know, along there. Uh, plenty of strip clubs. There's stuff to do, man, to keep you good and occupied. All right, that's the kind of stuff you got. All right, we're going to break here, and we come back. 
We're going to have String with us, and we're going to go over his itinerary and see if we can't help him. If you know different parts of the country and what this kid should be saying, because I don't want him to blow this. I think he's going to get to L.A., get some some job, and before you know it, years will go by. Years will go by. He doesn't realize. No, he doesn't. He's got a little time this time. He should enjoy himself. We're going to take a break. Right back to work out our intern's road trip. It's the Ron and Fez Show. Ron Bennington. Fez Watley. The Ron and Fez Show. Sirius 197, XM202. Virus. Is this your first cross-country trip? Yeah, this is my first cross-country trip. I've driven down to Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, but never cross-country. I'm excited. How far west have you been? In your L.A. Life? L.A. So you flew to L.A. I've flown to L.A. I've never driven there. All right. You know how when you're uh, you're looking, you're on the plane across the country, and you're looking down, and you want you go think to yourself, man, I wonder what goes on down there. I can't wait. Now you're gonna know. I can't wait to see. I like all those straight roads. I've never seen so many straight roads as when I'm flying, and I just wanna I wanna see what that's like. So you're really looking for the, forward to like the prairies and fucking being out in the middle. I can't wait. I just saw this uh, special about hobos and the dust bowl. Mm-hmm. So I'm all about that. I really want to see. These well, you're gonna be a little late to see hobos and the dust bowl, but uh, you will see uh, sub- suburbs. All right. So give us your first day. Where are you traveling? All right. My first day is New York to Chicago. So I'm going to leave at uh, 6.30 a.m., mm-hmm. hop on 80, and uh, hopefully arrive in Chicago by 8 p.m. So that's a one-day kind of uh, pushing it 14-hour day. Yeah, I figured I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push it the days that I'm driving, uh-huh. and then I'm going to take two days at each stop. 
so I can really enjoy where I am. All right, interesting idea. Interesting idea. So, what do you plan on seeing in Chicago? You've never been there before? I've never been to Chicago. Okay. Um, I want to see uh, Rick Bayless's restaurant, Frontera Grill, because mm-hmm. uh, my girlfriend's Mexican, and I like Mexican food, so definitely going to see that. So, all right, here's the deal, then. Maybe you should be traveling south, down through Texas, where she's going to feel more like herself. She's done the uh, the road trip. Her uh, her father lives in Louisiana, so she does a road trip from Louisiana to California all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is more exciting for her. And I have a friend in Boulder that I want to stay with for free. All right, I like that idea too. So I like Boulder as a stop. Is a gra- have you ever been there? No, I've, I mean I've never been anywhere except uh, the coasts. Mm-hmm. All right, so Boulder is kind of a very cool little, uh, and this is the perfect time of year for it too. Because there's live music and kids are outside and they're hacky sacking and they're all incredibly fuckable. So you're doing a good job good. with the Boulder thing if you like the hippie culture. Now Chicago, you're doing a couple days there and you're just going to hit restaurants. Yeah, we're doing uh, we're doing one full day in uh-huh. Chicago. We're going to hit restaurants. This is going to be like uh, a culinary tour of the country. All right, I like the idea. Yeah. So you're also looking for maybe some lunch stops that are great. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we have a lunch stop planned on our third day when we're driving from Chicago to Boulder. There's this place, the, the Machine Shed, in Urbandale, outside of Des Moines. Uh-huh. It's supposed to be great breakfast. Everything's farm fresh. That's the kind of stuff you want to you want to find out. Any diner has got a great breakfast. So that'll yeah. keep you going throughout the day. And you can really splurge, and it's cheap. I don't know if you're on a budget. But if you are, you can spend a little extra on fucking breakfast and eat like a king. Where, you know, a lot of times dinner can fucking kill you. Then you can road food some dinner places. Yeah, I think that's what we're probably going to do. We're going to try to eat eat early, you know, just snack late. All right, here's uh, John. John in uh, New York. You're in run Fez. Yeah, I just want to make the recommendation. Now, taking 80 is a pretty good trip, but i got to tell you, there's nothing like driving upstate New York across the entire thing. Ohio kind of stinks, but some of the best views you could ever possibly have in this country is right along the Great Lakes. Now, I actually I took that trip uh, a little bit last summer. Um, does it slow you down at all, or is it the same amount? No, okay. it doesn't slow me down at all while I'm taking it. The only thing that stinks is when you start hitting some of the cities, like outside of Cleveland, you pick up a lot of trucker traffic on the right. city. It's a little bit more heavily used, but still in about eight and a half hours. Uh, and where should he be uh, on a uh, New York to Chicago trip? How many hours? He should be right around eight and a half, nine at the most. Uh, typically, once you hit the 90 right outside of Albany. You can cut right across New York State in just about four. And then Ohio's about three on its own. And then Indiana, you're pretty much there as it is. I think it's about eight and a half to nine total hours. All right, so there's already an early possibility you go up and run along the lakes. And it is kind of pretty up there. But I don't know whether, you know, you're worried about the East Coast that much. I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm just really excited about the Midwest. I just saw Badlands for the first time. So this is all about movies. This is all about movies for me. Uh, Here's uh, Craig in Chicago. How you doing, buddy? Great, guys. How's everybody today? Good. Uh, Well, uh, I'd like to give you some advice in Chicago. Rick Bayless is a wonderful suggestion. He's awesome. Great chef, great restaurants, uh, great Mexican food. He's good. Uh, I own a bar and restaurant in Chicago as well. Uh, I, we do burgers and beers. I don't know if that's something you're interested in. What's the name of your place? Uh, the Bad Apple. All right, write down the Bad Apple. All right, I'm writing it down. Because yeah, here's come the on thing. in. I'll buy you guys dinner. 
it, it, you meet a guy like Craig, you meet in a local. Changes yeah. the well, entire. I'm from New Jersey. I'm yeah. from New Jersey. But, I, I, I grew up uh, listening to you guys. But you know your way around, right? Yeah, I've been here for about 12 years. All right, so that's always good to know. So right. the bad yeah. apple. The bad so apple. And you've got to take a drive up Lakeshore Drive. That's what got me hooked. When I moved from New Jersey, I was going out to L.A. I flew into Chicago, uh, took a drive up Lakeshore Drive. It's the city right on the beach. Yeah, particularly this time of year, it's going to be oh, packed awesome. with hot and chicks, the right? They're packed, and there's yeah. tons to do and drink and eat right on the beach there. So the beaches are great to do. Uh, Rick Bayless is great to do. Another, if you want to eat the best chef in the city, it's food. His name is Paul Kahn, K-A-H-A-N, and he owns four different restaurants in the city. Hmm. All right, what about this? He's only. Where is he going to get one really great Chicago dog if he only eats one? One Chicago dog? Yeah. I think you've got to go to Hot Dogs. Hot dogs? All Hot right. dogs, yeah. He's been featured on lots of uh, the Food Network yeah. and everything. He makes his own sausages. Uh, make, he's got a lot of weird different kinds of hot dogs. Everything's homemade. He is the sausage king of Chicago. All right, write that one down. Hot dog. Hot right. dog. Hot dog. Because okay. if you're only going to catch one single, you know, I mean, you want to make sure if you're going somewhere, uh, you're doing some of the local stuff. Uh, here's Jack in Colorado. You're on the Run of Fest show. What's happening, fellas? Yeah, what do you got? Uh, yeah, so in Boulder, you got to check out the Mediterranean. They call it the Met. The locals call it the Met, right off of Pearl Street. Uh, Pearl Street is like the whole fucking town, really. So Yeah, Pearl, Pearl Street's where you're going to spend most of your time in Boulder. So What is yeah, it about the Met? The Med? Uh, it's just, just a great location. It's got a great patio. It's kind of enclosed. Good food. Uh, you know, obviously Mediterranean style, kind of Italian, a little bit of the... A little bit of the you know Middle Eastern food mixed in, great wine, just a really good place to catch get get some dinner down there. All right, man, thanks. All right, and Peace. also to, uh, Chicago to Denver is a really tough drive for one day when I mean, you're looking at fifteen or sixteen hours in the car. Yeah, I I looked it up. I think that it's it's doable. You know, my uh, my chick's from a trucking family. Uh-huh. Her grandfather was uh, was a truck driver. She's got it in her blood. We're here's, gonna switch off. Here's the only thing that I would say though. You're going in the Rockies for the first time. Do you really want to come into that experience at night, or do you want to see the Rockies during the daytime? Isn't Boulder uh, just east of the Rockies, so wouldn't we be driving through it the next day? Yeah, I mean, you will see it, but you'll, you'll still be coming up out of those plains into the Rockies to get to Boulder. And uh, it's, it's spectacular. But though, that, that driving there is going to fucking surprise you because there are places up there that you're paying fucking more attention than you ever have driving in your life where you're saying to yourself all right uh i don't want to kill my check so i'm gonna fucking seriously honey turn the fucking radio down a little bit you might want to bring her grandfather with you yeah maybe i will where, um, where would you recommend stopping in between uh chicago and uh and uh boulder all right well let's put it out there if anybody knows if he doesn't want to do the full Chicago to Boulder, what are you looking at? By the way, breakfast in Chicago, a place called Lou Mitchell's. Uh, really old school breakfast place. and Just fucking amazing. Uh, they'll treat your chick better than you, but that's okay. That's, that's all fine. part of it. Yeah. Um, let's go to uh, Kim, Illinois. You're on Run Fez. Hey, Ron. Good show. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to know these people that are calling in that saying that you're going to from Chicago or New York to Chicago in one day, where are you going to be running? Like that guy said, eight hours. That'd be like a hundred miles an hour. It's eight hundred miles. 
What kind of? You ain't gonna run that in eight hours. I, I've never made it anywhere close to that either. What kind of car are you driving? I'm driving a Mustang. Okay, then. <laughs> is it straight? <laughs> well, it's all right. <laughs> it's old. It's not I new. I got no fucking problem Better. with a Mustang on the fucking road. I love it. Um, let's go over to uh, Ty, Georgia. You're on the fence. Yeah, I, I grew up in Colorado, and there's if you want some good eats out there, there's a place called Bojo's Pizza. They call it Mountain Pie, and it's awesome. It's about, I don't know, it's, it's a pie. It's about two inches thick. Is it, is it a chain? Uh, there's three or four of them around Denver. Ty, let me just put the, the kid's from fucking New York, so he's not exactly looking for Mountain Pie. You know, I'd rather see him eat a fucking live buffalo out there. Here's Matt in Ohio. You're on a fez. Yeah, I suggest stopping in uh, Deadwood, South Dakota. or are you going to gamble? Black Hills. Yeah. Oh, you can gamble in there. I, yeah, I love that part of the country, but I think that's out of the way for you. It's a now, little north. Is there any reason that you're, is it a, a monetary reason, or is there any kind of uh, reason you got to be in, in L.A. at a certain date? I've got an interview. Okay. I have a job interview. I so you can't be for. fucking right. You can't be doing a two-week tour. you got to lay in to to making it there within inside a week? Six days, seven days at most. Okay. All right. You can still have a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, let's go to uh, Biker Trucker. You're on the Run of Fez show. What's up, fellas? Great show. Uh, great topic, man. Uh, yeah. I drive a truck, and uh, we're looking for a good place to stop between uh, Chicago and, and Boulder. I would say like North Platte, Nebraska, good historic town, a lot of stuff to do around there. All right. I like the idea of this. Uh, and you stay on the road, right? Oh, he's already gone. Um, let's move over to, uh, Eric, L.A., you're on Fez. Yo, guys, I'm doing the L.A. to New York road trip next week, and I wanted to, uh, recommend a place in Des Moines, um, that I did on New York to L.A. last year called Fong's Pizza, and it's an Asian pizza place, and it's wicked awesome, man. Sounds crazy. Are you going through Des Moines? I'm going through Des Moines, but I'm stopping in uh, in Urbandale, which is I've already got a place to stop right next door. What's you know, that? Uh, it's that uh, that machine shed place, that uh-huh. breakfast joint. All right. Uh, let's go into uh, Mary Beth, L.A. You're on Fez. Hi, Ron. Hi, Fez. Hey, darling. I was just I was just going to suggest. Um, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska, originally. So if they're looking for a place to stop between Chicago and Denver, Omaha is pretty much in the middle. There's the Old Market, which is a really cool district in Omaha, Nebraska. And La Casa Pizza is great if they're looking for a pizza place. So, All right, so Mary Beth's uh, saying Omaha is the place to be. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I'm I'm not really in the mood for pizza. I'm Italian from right. New York. My family's from Italy. I got, if, if all these people recommended pizza places, I don't want to go to Omaha for pizza. I, I, I get it completely. Um, here is uh, Brian, Wisconsin. You're on Fez. Hey, Ron. Yeah. I just wanted to tell String to save his money. Don't run 90 of the New York Thruway. Just hop on 80. You got a little bit of construction around when you start getting to like the 112 mile marker, but it's nothing bad. And then when you get into Hubbard, the very first, into Ohio, at Hubbard there, the very first exit, truck stop right there, truck world. You got a little hot dog shoppy in there. You buck 14, you get yourself a couple hot dogs, maybe a couple soup, and back on the road, and away you go. All right, but he really wants to eat some really cool stuff, not just cheap. String should go south of the border. No, it's the wrong, it's a different <laughs> fucking way. Who cares? Um, I, when I was driving to Georgia, I wanted so badly to stop at south of the border, but the I was best. with my mother and she wouldn't let me. Yeah, no, no parents ever want to stop there because they've stopped once when they were kids. 
And then your parents would say, trust me, this fucking blows. And it's only disappointing. Just fucking cherish the signs. Cherish the signs because your imagination is a lot better. Uh, Jason, go ahead. What do you got, buddy? All right. Uh, as he's coming through Nebraska, and you can stop in Omaha. You got the College World Series uh, going on over the next uh, ten days here or so. And uh, if you stop uh, in Grand Island, Nebraska, on the way through, uh, the old friends of the Ron and Fez show here will uh, will take care of you. Make sure you got a place to eat, place to stay, that sort of thing. All right, that might be an idea for you. The, that you're just fucking going through uh, Grand Island, Nebraska, right. and uh, people looking out for you. Um, here is uh, here's John, John Missouri. Here on my face. Hey, hey, Ron. Yeah. I just did that trip last week, and uh, I, I was suggesting, like that one guy said, North Platte, Nebraska, or, or uh, my favorite is uh, Ogallala. After because lo- I love Lonesome Dove, and Ogallala, North Platte, and then that way he can see the site. You don't want to do that trip. You're going to miss everything once you get over there. If you're going to get into the nighttime. If you really want to make that trip from about there to where he's going during the day, where you can see it all. Yeah, I mean, if this is your only chance, maybe, for a long time to see the Rockies, you want to make sure you got your eyes open for it. Because it's fucking amazing, particularly if you've never seen it before. I mean, imagine if someone's never seen the ocean, you said, oh, we're going to get there at fucking 10 o'clock at night. You're like, all right, motherfucker, do it your way. Uh, Jerry, you're on running Fez. Hey, Ron, I wanted to suggest that they go to, after they're done in Boulder, when they're going across 70, uh, when they get to Utah, go to Moab. It's about, I want to say it's only about uh, 30, 30 or 40 miles off of 70, but it's, it's just beautiful canyons, red rocks. It's, it's, it's really cool. You're cruising through Utah? We are, and we were thinking about going uh, to Moab, actually. Um, is there a, a, a place in particular? Or are you looking at that for a crash night? Or no, we're just we're driving through. We're driving from uh, from Boulder to Las Vegas. Ooh, one day. One day. That's a fucking haul too, right? Yeah, it is. But that's just going to be you know we'll see the desert for the first couple hours, then it's just the same desert. All right, this fucking kid. I mean, he's he's stopping a couple days, and then you're fucking hitting it. When you hit it. You're gonna hit it. You're gonna do 18-hour days. Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna blast through, and then uh, we're gonna go to Las Vegas. We're staying two days there so that we can take a day trip to the Grand Canyon. Uh, okay. Well, you know, you're gonna hit the fucking Grand Canyon before you ever get to Vegas, too. Might be even a better way of fucking doing it. Just hit it on the way, get over with. Hey, big hole, because you're not going down in there, right? No. You're just gonna fucking look from up top. Um, might save you a little time. You've been to Vegas before? No, I, I've never been. You guys. Um, do you like coke and sleeping with hookers? Because I have some friends out there. Yes. Not you. You're not going. He can come. Maybe Vegas wedding. Hmm? Maybe a Vegas wedding. While you and your girlfriend are on your way out to the coast. Why do you guys always want to get somebody married? He's fucking doing a road trip. What it's a lot of pressure, Fez. Yeah, it doesn't need to even come into this. Um, Here's uh, Troy, you're on my Fez. Hello. Yeah. Hey, guys, if you're in uh, Denver, there's a restaurant there called Potager, which means kitchen garden, and they support, like, the local farmers. They actually walk the walk. So if you want some farm-fresh, really good food, and Denver's only, like, 20 minutes from Boulder. What are they known for, Troy, if he eats there? Uh, They're, like, in the top three restaurants for the last 10 years in Denver. Just just local. They meet with farmers, like, three times a week. I love that So everything on the menu is seasonal and ready to go. What's Uh, the dish? What dish should I get? 
Uh, depends when you're getting here. Because, I mean, they changed the menu. You're going to believe a chef in a place like that. What you do is say, what did you just get today? Because yeah. they'll go in and buy it fresh. And those places are always uh, amazing. And um, they're really popping up all over the country and not nearly as expensive as they were a few years ago. And it just seems like, you know, does it? it's just about local restaurants being connected to local farmers. And you would be shocked. I don't give a shit how good a chef is. If he doesn't have the fresh ingredients, he's fucked. And they're starting to pull that in. Are you drinking a beer, Nick? That's root beer. I wish it was a beer. <laughs> You're just eating lobster rolls and, and fucking hitting on something over there. It's a fucking hysterical. Um, here's uh, Steve, New York, here in Fez. Hey, how you doing, guys? Yeah. Uh, if he has a chance to cut through the center of the country at all, Oklahoma, that way, try to pick up Route 66, even for a little while. It's great. That's I'm, where you get your kicks. Yeah, I mean, a lot of nice restaurants, old diners, you know, stuff like that. But one thing, too, also uh, tell him, once he gets out towards the center of the country, talk to the locals. Find out about the local weather alert radio. It's very important. I was driving out there, man, and if you don't know, you get hit with these tornadoes. But even worse than that, because they're more frequent, is these hailstorms. Well, they'll just blow your windshield off while you're driving around. All the locals know to pull over and put cardboard over the windows, but the, the tourists just drive through and get smashed. This kid's no tourist. He's a traveler. Get that fucking straight, all right? No, that's good cardboard. My man, my man travels. He ain't a tourist. You're not going to see any Bermuda shorts on this kid. Eric in Colorado, what do you got, buddy? Yeah, hey, I got a couple things for him. Uh, if he's coming through Colorado, uh, there's a place called The Fort. It's an Old West-style restaurant, and all the, all the food is like elk, quail, uh, deer, antelope. Jeez. Really fucking good food, and it's a really... It's a really weird-looking place to see it's bottled after an old fort. But, hey, I hope you're intern there. You're planning on coming through Colorado in the summertime and going across the desert in the summertime. I hope your car is 100% ready for it because, man, I, I'm a trucker. I run Colorado's mountains, and, I, and it gets old seeing the tourists from out of state broken down on the side of the road, their hood up, and steam and whatnot uh, gushing out of the car. So just be prepared for that. Can this car make the trip? Yeah, this car's fine. It's got it's got you know thirty thousand miles on it. I'm gonna get it all all looked at, all tuned up. It's fine. Just got it back from the body shop. I want you to fucking take a buck knife and scratch into your trunk. This wheel's on fire. Uh, okay, let me write that down. Yeah, this wheel's on fire. It's just a fucking thing for the band, of course, from uh, from the basement tapes. And people know that you're not fucking around out there. They know that you're ready to party. Uh, are you guys going to be partying a little bit along the way? I don't know. We're not really too much partiers. We're yeah. more excited about seeing the sights. But you're going to fuck outside, right? You're going to fuck, you know, be hanging off a cliff somewhere. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. you got to take some special spots. Um, let's go over here to uh, uh, Tim. You're on my face. Hey, you got short on time on this trip. Well, it sounds like you don't yeah. want to be disappointed in what you're eating. It would be a good idea to buy those two diners, drive-ins, and dives books. Those places are guaranteed to be fresh food and, and handmade, none of that frozen crap. And they're just fantastic. They don't go to those places unless they're good. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you another great book for that. Uh, and it's written by a couple who travels the country. And I think it's just called Road Food. And you can go to their website, roadfood.com. Um, I can't tell you how many places of theirs that I hit. As a matter of fact, I got a fucking lobster roll. Off their thing from in Maine, which was one of the best moments of my life. 
And again, this guy was selling it out of a cart. That's the shit that you're looking for. Everyone thinks when you're talking about going out and hitting the great food of America that it becomes these celebrity chefs. But there is no place in America that doesn't have that joint that's been around for 50 years. All the locals know it. And uh, none of the fucking tourists know it. That's the stuff that you want to do. Um, let's go to uh, Ben. You're on Ronnie Fez. Ronnie. Yeah. I was wondering you got on a road trip like this, you got the iPod hooked up. Does your musical taste change depending on what part of the country you're in? Like driving through the desert? Yeah, it is very true uh, that when I get out west, it's a lot of the dead. You can't get around it. You meet deadheads everywhere. I, I, I don't really listen that much unless I'm on the road. I could go for that. Um, I could go for some dead. We're going to be listening to a lot of talk radio. Ugh, that's a nightmare for you. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> but what I would really listen to, of course, is everything I've ever fucking owned. Because there'll be a time you know, you're going to need jazz. You're going to fucking need Credence. You're going to need the entire Credence catalog at a certain point of this fucking trip to make it through. What's a uh, good first album? I'm thinking Hajira. I'm, I don't know. I've been getting back into Joni. I've been getting into Joni Mitchell. I like, understand that. And there's going to be places for it. But I... Uh, you know, here's the thing. You're going to have to go your gut the whole way. Too mellow to start out with, maybe? Yeah, I think he's a little mellow. Okay. Yeah, kick this thing off fucking hot, man. Come on. So you're saying leave this way with some credence? Fuck yeah. You want to fucking cheese it up and born to be wild your fucking way out there? Um, Lucas, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Uh... Two things for him. Uh, of course, if you're going to be in Chicago, you got to go to uh, Molly's Cupcakes and get yourself a Rod Bennington. It's incredible. I've heard about those. <laughs> uh, also, I know the guy offered you uh, burgers and beers, but if you don't end up going to his place, there's another place called uh, Kuma's Corner. Uh, it's incredible. Um, this place has turned me into a burger snob. It's so good. All right, write one, that one down. I like the idea of having some Chicago places. Um. Let's go, uh, Dave. Dave and PA, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, yeah, Ron, does he like prime rib? Prime rib? Yeah, I like prime rib. All right. Are you going to be in Nebraska on a Friday or Saturday night? Right, I'm loving this thing already. <laughs> I'm already loving it. I will this. be. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, believe it or not, I'm going to tell you a truck stop. Exit 353, York, Nebraska, the Petro Truck Stop. They have prime rib on their buffet Friday and Saturday nights for $15.99, all you can eat. And it is not the regular Cisco food service people. This is local uh, prime rib that they bring in there. It is very, very good. For fifteen ninety nine. you can't beat it. Well, it sounds like an interesting bet. I appreciate it, dude. Okay. These are the kind of tips you need, because you ain't going to find them anywhere else. Here's Will, Colorado. You're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, our kid running across the country. First time taking that summer road trip. Will, you're on Run of Fez. Yeah, he needs to uh, not listen to these people. Everything in Nebraska, like Ogallala, sucks. He needs to check out uh, Fort Collins in Colorado and Archer's in Utah. That's what you need to look at. All right, my friend. He's jotting them both down. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Mark in Florida, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how are you doing, Ronnie? I really envy this kid going out there the first time. Yeah, I, I was thinking, I feel the same way. Yeah, I, I've got. If he if he wants to see movie places, he should go to Moab 
But you go south of there into Monument Valley, which is where all those John Ford westerns were filmed, like the end of Electro Glide in Blue, if you remember that, how awesome that was. Yeah. And the desert is not just the desert. He's, he said, well, we, we'll see a bunch of desert, but it's, it's not, man. It's really, really varied, the colors and everything. You need to go south of Moab, down in the Monument Valley. And if you can Google up this one phrase, Utah Highway 12, it is like the most awesome road. Trust me, there's websites about it and stuff. Tremendous. Dude, that's just, I swear to God, I'm not even kidding you. Now I feel like I'm just going to fucking go with you. I know your chick is going to get along great with me. He's going to be an extra driver. I'm going to be in the back going over stuff, what we need to see, where we need to eat. But I do, I do agree exactly what he's saying, that there's something about doing these trips, but also just your first time on the road. And let it get into you, man. Don't fucking keep your windows rolled up. Roll them down. Hang your fucking head out. Go out at night. Look for some stars. Howl at the fucking moon. Fucking dance with locals. Don't get caught up in big fucking hotels. That fucking crazy little hotel that looks like that little motel that there's like five or six of them and, you know, five or six units. And you go, I don't know. That looks scary. Stay there. <laughs> fucking put your iron on your chest at night in case you got to wake up swinging it in the morning. Whatever you need to do. Um, Nate, Virginia, you're on Fez. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, it's all about the doors in the desert, kid. And when you're in the Badlands, it's all about Seeger. Seeger, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Mike in New York. Uh, our intern's string making his first cross-country road trip. Nothing like it. What do you got, Mike? Well, I believe you'd like him to stay in hostels, if I'm not mistaken, with that, number one. And uh, as far as food... The hostel he thing, LA, you know, don't do that in America. Yeah. We need a little privacy. If he, yeah. If, if he wants to do hot dogs, I mentioned you mentioned it in Chicago. In L.A., there's a place right in smack in the middle of Hollywood called Pink's. These two women own it. Super famous. Best hot dog you'll ever have. He, I know about Pink's. You know, going you're going to be living in L.A., right? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna be living in L.A. I'll, I'll go to Pink's plenty when I'm out there. But you know what? One of my favorite places in L.A. is uh, Johnny Pastrami. That's the whole. That's the whole reason why you're moving. That's the entire reason. All right. I need that pastrami, Ron. Um, you grew up on that. I grew up on it out here, but uh, the best I've had isn't even in New York. There's a place in uh, outside of Boston, uh, the Erie Pub. It's north of Southie. The so isn't that Northie? No, no, no. Because it, it's still south of Boston, but it's it's not yet. It's in Dorchester. The best pastrami I have ever had, hands down. It doesn't even come close to anything anything in New York, and it's cheap. It's like four bucks for a sandwich. Uh, Bud the Trucker, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, if he's going to take music, he's got to download a CD from either iTunes or Amazon called Road Music. It's from TV Records, T-E-E-V-E-E -E -E Records. It's uh -huh. all old-school trucker songs. Like when you what? get bored, throw that in. It is a riot. What, what, and, what is all on there? <laughs> what? What are these uh, old trucker songs? Uh, there's, uh, Teddy Bear, which is a CB song, uh, Six Days on the Road, um, Jerry Lee Lewis is, or, uh, Jerry Reed is on there. So anything about just staying bitch. on the road, huh? It, it's all trucker songs. And then definitely you gotta have war for when you get into oh, the desert. Uh, I like the idea, like a little war. And your chick is Mexican? Yeah, Mexican-American. All right, perfect. I think you need Mexican, uh, Blackbird, ZZ Top. Maybe 
particularly when uh, you and her are scrapping a little bit, you just fucking drop this on, on her and fucking think about your own life. Because one of the things that you got to do when you get out there on the road, it's the only place that the past, present, and future all come together at the same time. And it's basically your chick string. This was such a great band until they ran into a wall called the 80s. A lot of guys from the South fucked up in the 80s. Yeah. Took the it took the fucking bottom out of a lot of fucking cars. Here's Mike in Colorado. How you doing, Mike? Good. Hey, if he's got the time, go up to Netherland, a town called Netherland, Colorado, and go north to Estes Park and over Trail Ridge Road to Rocky Mountain National Park. They just got the road open. Uh, was a Memorial Day weekend. Hell of a ride and gorgeous scenery. Maybe that's what you're looking for, right? Some scenery? I, I want scenery, but I want to be safe through the Rockies. And I'm a little safe intimidated. From you safe. should be a little intimidated, but at the same time, you want to see it. But don't be fucking, don't have your head on a swerve out there. Drive like a driving man. All right. I don't want you losing the Mexican blackbird out the fucking stang. Here's uh, Jerry. You're on Run a Fez. <laughs> Jerry. Gary? Yeah. Gary with a G. Yeah. Hey, man, uh, I don't know what you're planning on turning south at, but if you go down 15, Interstate 15, you catch this little uh, corner of Arizona and you drive down the middle of this canyon, man, it will blow your mind. The canyon's all different colors, and you can't see anything looking up this rock wall. And when you pop out of there, you're right at Mesquite, Nevada, man, with like 799 prime ribs. Fantastic. This is just on the other side of Mesquite, Nevada. No, this is, as you come out of the canyon, you go into Nevada, mm-hmm. and Mesquite's right there. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's a great town, great town. Lots of cheap gambling, cheap food. All right, so sounds really great. Cool. That sounds good. Right. Sounds better than Vegas to me, tell you the truth. But I know everybody wants to see Vegas, but... Why? I don't know. There's so many of these other little fucking towns out there. I just want to see it. Uh, Jen, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, guys. Yeah. Um, two really important things. One is, I don't know if you're interested in, um, like, sports, being outdoors, that kind of stuff, but I always, whenever I travel, I make my first spot to, like, the bike shop or the kayak shop or the hiking shop, the local, like a little local-owned outdoor sport store. Right. And they'll, like, they're welcoming, and they'll take you. They'll take you on hikes or bike rides or whatever, and they then you will. really get to see the trails and stuff. 
Um, and the other thing is not to miss, I don't know if it coincides, but um, I was in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and I think I was there um, either last week of June or the first week of July, and they they have a demolition derby. And we, I mean, I walked up, I was like, oh, two tickets, please. I mean, it's like trying to get tickets to the Red Sox. They sell out, like, in December. It was hilarious. And so I'm like, wait, 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 I came all this way, I want to see this. So we ended up buying tickets from a scalper to this demolition derby. It was hilarious. They just, like, smashed the cars into each other. They've got fireworks. Everybody's hammered and drinking, and it's, like, their big thing of the whole year. It's, it's just hilarious. You can't miss it. You got to get in on it. I'll check it out. Maybe I'll enter my car in it. That's the kind of shit that you can pop into, though. I remember being 17 years old, me and my, my partner... Uh, dropping something off out west. We fucking pulled into Cheyenne, Wyoming during cowboy days. And I'm fucking pulling up and saw two fucking cowboys throwing up in the street. No plans to do so. I said, we're pulling over here, motherfucker. This looks like our place. Best time you could ever have in your life. I'd never heard of it before. Apparently it's world famous. That's the kind of shit that you, you can happen in the, in the, in the, on the road. It could be the worst, it could be the best, but it's going to be an experience. Westside Dave, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Ronnie B. Speaking of dropping off, I got some family up in New York. I was going to see if this kid could bring a package to me over here. I'll meet him in Denver. Not a bad idea. You have, uh, let's have the Blackbird rat hole something, make a little extra money. Financial trip. Ron, you think that I should. Uh get off the interstate like what what should Absolutely. i do you think that i sh- shouldn't take uh the interstate uh, no west here's what i, I actually think off? you're going to take the interstates but know when to get off you know check out listen to some of these people check it out online uh check out that uh that road food thing because normally that that's at some fucking town that's off but you but since you need to make time you know like if you said i'm gonna go out there i got another month i'd say don't touch the fucking interstate you know, just cruise around and have fun. You see a fucking waterfall, jump out and dive into it. But you got to make some time. But you got to know there's certain points you can get off the interstate and you should break into that. You know, all right. Um, particularly since, you know, the whole Vegas thing, I think you ought to relook at because if you're going to live in L.A., you can go to Vegas anytime you want. That was mostly to see the Grand Canyon, but if the Grand Canyon's not worth it... No, the Grand Canyon is fucking great, but you can make it to the Grand Canyon without going to fucking Vegas. Let's relook at that uh, trip of yours over. You know, I don't know whether you're on the same exact trip Chevy Chase was, it sounds like to me. We need to restructure this thing. Everything's going to change. Uh, Gary, Vegas, you're on Fez. Hey, guys, what's going on? Yeah. Two quick hits for you. Uh, as someone who made the trip from New York to Vegas, when you're going through the Rockies, keep your AC off if necessary. If you can avoid it, you'll feel it going up those mountains. It'll wear and tear on your engine. And the guy that called earlier about Mesquite, Mesquite's a dump. It doesn't even exist anymore because of the economy. The casinos are all shut down. The hotels are half-staffed. There's nothing there. Avoid that like the plague. Trust me. All right, there's Gary in Vegas doing the Vegas angle. Gary, does he need to roll in the Vegas on this trip? You know what? It's so overrated. Yeah. I've been I moved I moved out here six years ago and I'm still not impressed. And you've got the town wired, right? I uh, pretty much. All right, good. <laughs> good. Right, see, there's this thing. All right, I'm gonna cross Vegas off. I'm crossing. So what? What should I do instead? Um, 
I don't know whether you like mescaline, but if you're out in the fucking, you know, you're out in the fucking desert, you Drop. ought to Jim Morrison that shit. Couple uh, days. Uh, Brian Canada, you're on my face. Yeah, Ronnie, I've made this trip about 25 times in the truck and uh, held the drop down in Colorado, like the guy said, into southern Utah there, into the Monument Canyon, across the St. George, out through Arizona. But you've got to crest into Vegas at night, man. You're coming up a big hill on 15, and you can see the lights. Uh, you've got to do it at night. It's the greatest experience. All right, we've got to take a break here. Uh, you're actually going to be around for a while, so this gives you some time. It won't be... You might stop back in and here now, but I want you to start looking at updating this itinerary. All right. Um, I'm on it. And I definitely want to be able to GPS your ass out there. I want to know what you're up to at all times. We're going to take a break. Right back with a lot more. It's the Ron Fez Show. Ron Bennington. Fez Watley. The Ron and Fez Show. Sirius 197 XM 202. Virus. Still trying to put together uh, Strings' uh, road trip. Looks like it's coming together, though. We're getting an outline at this point. Uh, Brandon, Utah, you're on Run Fez. Ronnie B., you don't definitely don't want to go to the north rim of the Grand Canyon. It, the bark beetles have ate all the trees off, and it's terrible ugly. I'm kind of moving him away from Vegas and uh, Grand Canyon. What about a Bryce Canyon, Brandon? What do you think of that? Bryce Canyon is a nice place. It yes. is a nice place, but same thing. Bryce Canyon, the bee bark beetles have ate, ate all of the bark off the trees, and it's terrible looking. Mm. All right. Interesting. 
I just figured, like, between Vegas and the Grand Canyon, if he's going to be living in L.A., he'll have chances at this. That's a weekend getaway for him, then. Yeah, it's fucking what? A few-hour drive, right? From fucking L.A.? I think it's like four. Yeah, it's nothing. Vegas, baby. That's what they like to yell out. Coming up uh, today, World Cup, one more game to be played today in the group play. So, what is that, England? That is England against Algeria, and I have a little preview. I'm going to be rooting for Algeria. Mm-hmm. I fucking, for the first time in my life, I'm forced to root for Algeria. Even though I, I got that other prick on my team. <coughs> my fantasy team. I don't know what to do. No, do I root for myself or country? Country. I don't know. So I have a preview of today's matchup in uh, the afternoon World Cup game. I didn't even know you knew that much about it. This is exciting. Oh, yeah, um, how the teams match up. So a preview of this afternoon's matchup between England and Algeria. Let's see how these two teams compare. Algeria, currently in group play, is in last place in group C. England, currently in first place in oil companies destroying the Gulf of Mexico. Algeria, so far in the tournament, zero goals scored. England, so far in the tournament, zero dental hygiene. Algeria's national flag, green and white with a crescent moon and star. England's national flag, white and red with, I'm not really sure, but I think it's a picture of the queen sitting on a toilet. Algeria, the team nickname, the Desert Foxes. England, the team nickname, Pasty Ghost People. Algeria, their official language, Arabic. England, their official language, some sort of jowly dialect that can only be described as mouth farting. Algeria's top scorer, Antar Yahia. England's top goal scorer, their own goalie and scoring goals for the U.S. team. All right, so that's my tale of the tape for today's matchup between England and Algeria in World Cup action. All right. What time's that game? That game, I believe, I think it starts 2.30. Mm. Uh, it is summer. So let's talk a little bit of summer movies with our own Apollo. From the legendary Warner Fest Studios in a predominantly white neighborhood, Warner Fest presents Showtime with the Polo. Hey, Polo, you like some movie, a summer hey. movie. You like the movie, how are you? Paul, a uh, very disappointing summer movie season so far. Uh, it's Yeah, it's pretty much horrible. I mean, I don't want to be, you know, I jump on the bandwagon that the big blockbusters suck, but this year... Clearly, they generally do. I mean, there's no question about it. I mean, I was a big supporter of Iron Man 2, and pretty much it has been the best thing so far this summer. But, you know, that's not saying an enormous amount. Right. Uh, And there doesn't seem, now that, you know, since they put Iron Man 2 out out so early, it doesn't even seem like the summer movie people are looking forward to anything. You know, and that's the thing. It's not like we can't say that there aren't good movies being made. Of course, there are, but they're movies that nobody sees generally. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're small movies. You know, for instance, a perfect example of this is Francis Ford Coppola. 
He made two Hold movies on. in the last few years that were independent films that nobody saw, and both of them actually were excellent. Right. Well, let's talk about the summer movies that we can see. Uh, what's coming out this weekend? Okay, of course, Toy Story 3. Toy and Story 3 is the big one. Is, uh, clearly, that's going to make all the box office. There's no question about that. And, and it's very well made, and it's very enjoyable. I found Betty, it, how much you know, money will it make over the weekend? It will make $90 million. Wow. $90 million. Oh, I wouldn't say it's out of the question that, that it couldn't make, you know, more, like 110 even. Well, Shrek came out, and that did not even close to what they were hoping. That's true. That's absolutely true. And and I agree with you that, that, that maybe people are underwhelmed because we're getting inundated and overindulged with the children's films. Yeah, there used to be, like, when Disney was at their old, you know, kingdom, there would be, like, one a year, one every two years. Now there's, like, seven, eight a year. They can't possibly, you can't make more of something and expect it to get better. It's just fucking ridiculous. Um, did you like the film, though, Paul? I, I, I basically appreciated that they tried to do something different. They tried to expand on the story and go in a different direction. I think it was generally satisfying, but I, personally, I probably was underwhelmed. I'll, I'm going to say this. I find these all stupid, and I'm going to make a cartoon of just... Talking breakfast meats, and kids will sit and watch it because they're fucking dumb. <laughs> Actually, the funniest gag in the movie was Mr. Potato Head needed to get under a door, so he found an old fajita in a lunchbox and used that to get under the door so he could walk around. Mm. See, I can't fucking laugh at that. <laughs> it's just fucking dumb. Anything else coming out this uh, week? There's a lot of things. Jonah Hex, which is kind of a nihilistic uh, comic that looked, book. I saw the trailer looked ridiculous. Did you like it? No. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, and then there's Cyrus, which is, you know, that, that kind of postmodern humor uh, that's dark and edgy by the people who brought you the puffy chair, which is obviously a fairly obscure movie, except for, you know, inside people who like those kind of movies. And, and it's, it's got a great cast, uh, and it was, it was interesting, but it's one of those awkward, very awkward dark comedies. Who's all in it? Uh, uh, Jonah Hill, uh, John C. Riley, um, and oh, oh, okay. This is the one where uh, Jonah Hill's a, a prick to the guy who's dating her, her his right, mom. Right. Yeah. right. The guy is John C. Riley uh, plays a sort of a guy who's had a rough time in divorce for twelve years and and is very depressed and is finally meets a woman that he, that makes him happy and now he has to deal with a son who really really loves his mother. Mm. I, that might be the only thing I'd, be, I'd consider seeing this weekend. Right. And there's also a very dark film noir that's good, uh, The Killer Inside of Me, uh, which was a Jim Thompson novel which you know, with uh, 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 the Affleck kid, Casey Affleck, and Kate Hudson and, and uh, the, uh, oh, I forget the uh, other girl. Who's already, you know, a lot of these actors, I tell you, do fade from my memory after a bit of time. Maybe I'm getting senile at this point. Well, uh, was this movie any good? It is very good, but it's it's extremely hardcore, uh, dark, violent film noir, and it's a, it's an old book. It's a book from the from the fifties, uh, and, it, and it's is, very well done. But it is did they modernize it, or does it take place in the fifties? Takes place in the fifties. It's very very it's kind of pretty faithful to the book. Then I would ask for the AC to be turned down so that it's in the fifties. I want everything to be in the fifties for this. Yeah, Jessica Alba was the person I was talking about, and so it's got two really excellent actresses doing. Probably the best work of their career. Naked. There's a lot of nudity in it, and there's, you know, as I say, a hardcore violence. Kate Hudson's naked. Yes, to a degree. 
S? Yes. Look great? Yes, of course. You know, right, I'm going to the movies this small weekend. Tips, you know, you got to live with that. I'm going to the movies this weekend. I can't uh, beat it. Anything at all you're looking forward to um, this summer, Paul? Okay, well, you've got a, a Bill Murray, Robert Duvall movie coming out later in the summer, which does look interesting. Uh, you've got a Jim Carrey. And well, let's go back to the Bill Murray, Robert Duvall. This is the first I'm hearing. What's it about? Uh, it's about um, Robert Duvall is an old guy. And that goes to summer camp? He actually uh, decides to plan his own funeral and, and invite everybody to a big funeral for himself. Well, he's still alive? Yes, exactly. And so it's, it's, it's an interesting concept, and, uh, you know, it shows promise. Best movie ever? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I will say that I did see the Tom Cruise, Cameron Diaz movie coming out next week, and I, I enjoyed it. It was light, fun. And uh, that's night and day? Yes, night and day. Which one's night, which one's day? I believe that uh, it, I, I think he's night, but yeah. you don't know that right away because he runs under an assumed name. Shit. Tom Cruise. <laughs> now, does he play an older Jewish uh, fucking studio manager that loves hip-hop? Because no. if it is, I love it. <laughs> no, it doesn't. He is a, he's a spy. And a uh, kind of uh, out-of-control spy fighting the uh, CIA and the FBI. It seems like uh, the CIA and the FBI are the villains in a lot of these movies all, uh, lately. Yeah, they, I know. Uh, they, they do... Um, we do hate our own government in our movies. Um, Larry, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, Ron. Uh, Paul is so boring. Any chance we could get G-Baby to uh, come review these movies? Oh, I love G-Baby. Such a guy. Great guy. I like, I like having somebody... Uh, fuck you, too, bitch. Hello? Yes. Lucky for you, this is an XL station. Yes, okay. Sorry. I'm just, yeah. It's just not necessary to, you know, he wants to confront me. I'm going to get a little upset. Hey, nobody fronts you, right, Paul? That's right. Fuck him, motherfucker. Yeah. All right, because you know how to curse. I, I, will, I, know, I know how to slap people. Too. It, Paul, if he doesn't check it, will you wreck it? Is that where this is going? I, I'll, I'll get in his face and I'll breathe okay. in his nostrils. Oh, uh, here's uh, Doug in Saskatchewan. You're on Fest. Hey, Ronnie. Nice to talk to you. Paulo, the gap rules, man. Hey, I uh, <laughs> just want to let you know, Ron. Doug, tonight, that's Ron. the funniest fucking thing I ever said on this show. <laughs> hey, Ron, Letterman tonight. Uh, Fred Eaglesmith, Canadian singer-songwriter, appears. I'm sure you'd love it. I'm sure you'd love him. All right. I'll check it out. Thanks. Appreciate Appreciate it. So what else you got, Paul? Well, I mean, uh, as far as the box office this year, you know, Alice in Wonderland was the big, big winner by far. I mean, you know what's really funny? I did see that film, and I'm the only person I know who's seen it. And it's bigger than Batman worldwide now. It's really? Bigger, yeah. It made more money worldwide than Batman. Right. And I haven't talked to another person yet who has seen this fucking film. It's right. crazy. It's over a billion dollars. It's close to one hundred uh, one billion eighteen billion. You know, however, you know. Yeah, a lot of money. You know, a lot of money, and so uh, you know, it's like the number four film of all time, and that puts Johnny Depp. I mean, this is a Johnny Depp. There's no Johnny Depp in this summer, and so that's that. Also, that basically tells you the summer sucks right there. I mean, because like that Prince of Persia, they really wanted that to be like another uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. But right. Jake uh, Gyllenhaal, he's no Johnny Depp. That's got to be the biggest letdown of the summer. 
Uh, John, in Miami, you're on Rana Fez. Hey, guys. Hey, Paula, what about the Michael Douglas movie, Serious Man? <laughs> well, there's the, uh, there's the wall... There's the Wall Street sequel, which I have hopes for. I, I think no, no, no. That's not the movie. It's another movie coming out called Serious Man. It's not the Wall Street. I, I've yeah, seen it, John. I, I, John, I like it. It's a small film. It's just a character film. There's not a lot of plot. But Michael Douglas is uh, fantastic in it, and I just love the way the film rolls along. Ronnie, thanks for stepping in for follow-up. Uh, I had the uh, directors on the show. It really is everything that, if you like independent film, that's what then you'll like this because it's that thing of it's just one guy and at this one part of his life where basically um he's older but still wants to be the young guy and has totally fucked up all the things that some kind of a you know midlife crisis has kind of fucked up everything that he built his whole life it's just the way he handles it it could have been the paulo story in a lot of ways I think there's a lot of movies like that. That you know, and here's a, here's a good example of that too. You got uh, Ben Stiller making that Greenberg movie, which mm-hmm. was extremely bizarre, offbeat, uh, and you know, downbeat as well. I mean, and you know, it's it's good for uh, major stars to go out in those directions. You know, I mean, uh, and of course, for a guy like uh, Michael Douglas, you know, that's this is the time to to explore those kind of small movies. Uh, Michael Douglas has done all different kind of movies. He's done small movies, blockbusters. He doesn't give a shit. Uh, here's Dylan. Dylan, you got a question. What is it, buddy? I uh, guess, um, Paul, I wanted to um, ask you if it's true that they're making a Stretch Armstrong movie. I've heard the rumors. Yeah, I've heard the rumors. I'm, I'm just uh, hoping it goes away. Uh, Brian, Philly, you're on my face. Uh, what about that movie, Inception? And uh, fuck you, Paul. Right, uh, <laughs> it's Paul, it's not just so much you, but gee, baby, just, you know, he's younger, he's hipper. He seems to know, like, he's actually in Hollywood. I understand. Not outside Tampa. Where are you, Plant City? I've I've given up. I've given up on Hollywood to a certain extent. I feel like, yeah, maybe I am, you know, I'm taking a spiritual route. I'm I'm walking around a lot and enjoying nature. That's Uh true. I I have given up on Hollywood to a certain extent. So you've stopped working, (laughs) and you just live with that woman now. (laughs) Well, I, I I am trying to live. You know who he reminds me of? Hicks Spread. I feel like I'm talking to Spread right now. And I, I don't want to get suspenders. into a fight with G-Baby or, or anyone else. I well, really you can't to. get in a fight with G-Baby. It's like a, it's like uh, old year getting in, in a fight with Baby New Year. They're not going to be at the same place for very long. It's just a passing thing. Exactly. As one rolls out and the other comes in. That's right, but... You know, I might be eternal. I don't know. But in, in, in but let's case, talk about movies. Uh, Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Paulo, did you actually sit through all of these movies, or did you just watch the first 20 minutes? Oh, no, I only watched 15 minutes lately of a lot of things. At this. So we shouldn't even be talking to you. <laughs> that's right, absolutely not. No, I do watch all the movies, but I mean, I, I have to say that it is it is a chore to sit through a lot of these movies, like The A-Team and Karate. Yeah, I can't karate imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine that you'd have to sit and watch every film that came out. I wouldn't be able to do it. And a couple of uh, film critics that I've met, and, you know, you would think, hey, watch your movies and talk about them is great. Try watching 12 a week. When there's maybe one a week that you want to see, you're making these fuckers suffer. And 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 the hard part is is that the really really good ones you have to hunt hunt 
and hunt for them and root around like a pig for truffles to find a gem finally, you know, because you got to wade through so much shit. Yeah, there's a lot of shit out there. I will agree with you. No wonder you're the 15-minute man. Uh, Mark, California, you're on with Paul O. Yeah, I heard they're making a uh, Les Grossman movie, like a prequel. Have you heard that? Paul O., the prequel, Les Grossman. What's happening? What's the story? Uh, don't ask me. Ask G-Baby. Okay. Because <laughs> I could give a fuck about Les Grossman. <laughs> what is it that you want to focus on now? No, Paul? I mean, I, seriously, I mean, I, I am hoping. You no longer care about the films. You've <laughs> not, left, you've left that to a younger, stronger, yes. more involved person. Right, exactly. I mean, I think it's all about uh, what G-Baby wants. And, you know, Les Grossman, I mean, fine. If somebody cares about shit like that, that's fine. I, I do care about films that... Uh, well, do you even know what the G in G-Baby stands for? No, I, I mean, Great I would reviewer. love to sit down and talk to him, and we should actually converse. I mean, you know, but I felt a little bit ambushed the last Here's time. Here's the problem, Polo. Yeah. He's on the move. Uh, he's making things happen. Unlike you, he has a cell phone. We don't have to sit there and try to find a landline that you're standing next to. I I have actually a cell phone. I'm sitting on it right now. But That's I mean, your I, ass, Polo. Maybe it'll hatch. Uh, John, you're on Fez. Hey, how you doing? I just want to ask this guy if he's seen the, uh, or he's got reviews on the human centipede. Well, the human centipede obviously is another fairly, like, like Splice, you know, one of those weird kind Cap. of sci-fi movies. And, and I... I'm not even kidding. It's everything Gap should have been. It's fucking wacky as shit, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's fine. It's Gap if they knew what they were doing. Excuse Uh, me. Who do do you believe... If it's okay, I really have taken enough shit about the Gap thing. I mean, I... Well, I was just thinking... Here's what... Enough people have... But here's the thing, Paul. Uh, Gap, by the way, for anybody who wasn't around in the old days, um, Polo, after years of reviewing movies... Try to make a run at it. And it and and I will give him credit for this. He shot his movie. He fucking edited his movie. He distributed his movie. It was going along great. Unfortunately, Louis C. K. saw the movie, reviewed it, and basically stopped sales in their tracks, Paul. Well, let's let's revise that statement. He we, I went into studio, I had a great time with Louis C.K. and Opie and Anthony and, and Jim Norton, we all had a good time, and I obviously understood within a few minutes that this was going to be, uh, you know, a, a bit, and I fed the bit, and I enjoyed having a good time at my own expense, and then fuck you, everybody out there who doesn't get it, that I, you know, I was in on the fucking joke. But, but it, it stopped gap sales in their, in their yeah, tracks. Sure. I got fucked in the ass by the whole experience. And, and now, uh, here's Louis C.K., uh, hot comedian. He's got a hot new show coming out mm-hmm. uh, at the end of this month on FX. Everybody's talking about him, and nobody's talking about you and talking about Gap when both of you, as you said, were doing a bit together. Well, you know, let's. The, the fact is, is that I, I, I am. I made an effort, and I expected to a certain extent that uh, you know people would but it was more of an option here's here's my point and I'd like to say it to Louis CK when someone punks someone in prison right they yeah. turn that bitch out like he did to Polo why isn't he considered a fag he's the one hammering the other one Polo's taking it obviously you took it in the ass the cum the refucking yeah. the recum right but and I didn't you were both doing this together I know. Why I is his TV show 
so beloved in your movie um, just ripped. Right. Uh, right. John in New York. Yeah, but Paul, well, I got a question for you. You know, Fetty needs to give you an insincere congratulations. When are you going to pony up the five grand so we can get you uh, a star in the Walk of Fame in Hollywood? I'm sure G Baby's on his way to get one. Um, Fezzi, you want to do that bit again? No, I was I was done with that. Insincere congratulations. Which would you feel better about that or the soccer bit? I think I feel better about the soccer bit. And you got one more coming up later? No, I don't. I thought you had a thing on um, people oh, yeah. drawing dicks on. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, do you want to do it? Did you forget about it because you don't want to do it? No, I'll do it. No, I would love to do it. Um, so, Paulo, you see what I'm saying here, right? I, I, right. I, I should be given another opportunity to confront the, you know, the situation. And well, he's they... too big now. Okay, well, and that's my loss. I, I guess I, you know, I have to take my, sh- you know, take the shit and live with it. What Will you I- be watching uh, the new Louis C.K.? You know, as I said, I had a good time when I did that show last year, and, and I think it was entertaining for everybody. But the problem is, some people didn't quite understand that I thought. Why don't you do this? Why don't you watch his first show and call in and review it, and maybe you know what's good for the goose, huh, Paul? Yeah, I think it would be far more interesting for me to, to have an actual confrontation with him. And, and it's fr- uh, Here's Brendan, South Carolina. You're going to run Feds with Paul O. Let's go over here to Tom in L.A. You're going to run Feds. Hey, guys. I'm just curious. Have you guys seen uh, one of my favorite Michael Douglas movies is King of California. He plays kind of like this uh, late-life crisis guy in a relationship with his daughter, but it's all with this hilarious oh. backdrop of a kind of Goonies treasure hunt and a uh, real good Michael Douglas film. Uh, Polo, you've turned this into yeah. Polo's salute to Michael Douglas Day. What is this all about? He's, he kind of has this, uh, he's, he's, he hasn't seen his daughter in a long time. He's got crazy long hair, and, and is he crazy? And they go on this journey where they have to go to, like, a Home Depot and, and at late at night and try to crash through the cement floor to get to a treasure. And, uh-huh. yeah. So it's, it's basically about dementia. <laughs> Here's Charlie. You're on with Paulo. Hey, uh, Paulo. I was wondering if you heard about a movie coming out. It's, it's called Coming Out. It's it's about a six hour long film about a chubby bearded gay guy who's got a secret. Okay, uh, no, I haven't heard of that one. I'm sorry. But, uh, I'm sure it'll enough, bomb. <laughs> strangely enough, the Jim Carrey movie that I was talking about before, uh, I love you, Philip B. Morris, is about him coming out as a gay guy, and so it's that I, I have hopes for that with you and McGregor. That looks a good movie. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Paulo in with us. And you haven't really given us a lot to look forward to this summer, Paulo. You're not telling us, hey, guys, I know this is bad, but hold on in July you're going to get this or August you're going to get this. You just make us feel like movie depressed this summer. It's not my fault. I'm not, you know, it's not like they're giving me another chance. All right, let me just read off some titles and tell me if you're even slightly excited about this. July 2nd. I am excited about that. Last Airbender. Leaves of Grass. This is normally the big weekend. Yeah. July 7th, Predators. Uh, July 9th, Despicable Me. What is that? That's another cartoon. Steve Carell, yeah. We finally get to July 16th, Inception. Paul, I've got my entire uh, fucking summer banked on this. Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. 
it is, is it, a big movie. It looks really exciting and really challenging and interesting. Um, and you know, in a lot of ways, the way we were looking at Shutter Island when when it was coming out, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big movie. I mean, Leonardo. Oh, geez, now you just freaked me out. Uh, <laughs> Polo, have you seen Grown Ups yet? No, I haven't seen that yet. Uh, that it's is, that is out next it's week. a great film. It's about a bunch of guys in their forties who are in their forties. It should be exciting. Um, Great cast. <laughs> what do you think? Of, why do they laugh? I'm um, laughing. I'm sorry. It's all of freaking the guys. This I'm excited about, Fez. Cats and Dogs 2. Yeah, okay. Oh, thank goodness. Little Fockers. <laughs> I'll be there for Little mm-hmm. Fockers. Yeah, that looks, um, that looks terrible. Step up 3D. That's another thing. The 3D hold, the 3D experience is another thing, because that's mm. been a big thing this summer. Uh, and frankly, I've been underwhelmed by the 3D all around, except for maybe Avatar, which looked great in 3D. Eat, Pray, Love. Uh, Julia Roberts going to be big for the ladies, right? It's a big book, and it was an interesting... Yeah, so that's... I'm just going to see the first part. Um, Scott Pilgrim should be interesting. Yes. It's, uh, it's just, I, I got nothing to fucking get excited about here, Paul. I know. There's, there's you know, as I say, there's a, there's a, a few action movies. As I say, Steve Carell as Dinner for Schmucks and that with Will, Fer- uh, Will Ferrell. That, that looks, you know, like the same old thing as well. The other guys with Will Ferrell. So he's got a couple of things coming out. Uh, the, actually, strangely enough, one of the, the, the things that look most interesting are the real retro stuff, like XD Expendables with Stallone. And- yeah, I don't even think I want to see that. It looks ridiculous. I saw the trailer. It looks terrible. Right, uh, Machete and, and so on. Uh, hey, uh, Ron, you're on my Fez. Yeah, Paulo, weren't you supposed to talk about your movie with Ron and Fez? Instead, you went on OA and shit on the Ron and Fez show when it came when that fucking piece of shit Gap movie come out? What do you mean? I sh- how did I, excuse me, first of all. Uh, you know, we're I, not, we're not Leno where you only have to do our show exclusively. <laughs> I mean. Paulo had promoted himself plenty of times on our show and wanted the opportunity to promote himself on ONA, of course, we're like, yeah, do whatever you want. Unfortunately for him, he ran into a brick wall named Louis C.K. Right. Now, you do know there's a backstory to this. And I, who and, 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 stopped it cold. And I feel bad about that, Paulo, for two reasons. Number one, um, that you got beat up like that. But number two, that Louis had nothing but success since then. You know, it's... <laughs> It's like if two fucking things hit, uh-huh. one goes flying down. Why does the other go flying up? I thought it was a funny show. They, you know, it's, oh it's yeah, Louis was hysterical. It's on YouTube. You know, it's like seven. Ads I was laughing the whole time I was returning the movie, the Gap movie, and getting my money back. But you know, and nobody watched the movie. We watched the, like the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Nobody that much. We just, what the point is, is I came in there to promote the movie for a few minutes, and I wound up staying the whole show while they basically got into kind of a, a, an, a, an attempt to defend myself while I was being shit on. That wasn't, you know, it was not exactly. Your, your name on that show that day was Older Dumber Bobo, which I thought would have even been impossible. <laughs> All right, Polo. I wasn't being dumb at all. I was just, I was just trying to enjoy myself, and I had a good time. Paulo, so fuck them bitches out I there. Is, I know. Have you cursed enough for one day? I'm sorry. Have you I cursed enough you for one day? Find the time. We're gonna let you go. Look, I don't want you to worry about anything. All right. All right. Number one, okay, the movie bombed. Plus, That's not, and then, you know what? There's a whole new episode coming, actually. So I'm not worried about it. Gap two, you mean? Yeah. I. 
Well, this is the first I'm hearing. Well, I wasn't actually going to promote it through this area, through this venue, because I, I feel like this is a negative venue for me. Where, like, where do you where do you need to promote it? Back on O and A with Louie? No, obviously, you know, for whatever reason, after doing this for years and years, people hate my fucking guts, and for right. whatever reason, I don't know why. So, I mean, I just have to take a defensive attitude all the time, and I'm very defensive. Yeah, but you all. should be defensive. I, you're I, only I, defensive because you're offensive. That is defensive. The best defense is is a good offense. That's that's crazy. If you put a good offense out there when the other team had the ball, you're going to get fucking destroyed. Well, I didn't want... What, are you going to suddenly see Peyton Manning play a middle linebacker? He's like, I don't know what to do. I'm an offense. Well, that's the best. Get out there. Polo. Yes. Forget it. Your movie uh, fucking died. Your next movie, Gap 2, even Gapper. We know which way that's going. Okay. Uh, G baby has kind of replaced you with the kids. I understand the kids, it's, it's, and that's but part of the theme. It's, you it's, have done something that I guarantee you, G baby will never have been able to do, uh, and that's get away with murder. And okay. thank you. That's why we're proud of you, Polo. Thank you. All right, we're your buddies for life. All right. All right. All right. Now so, next week, now, I, I want to. Should watch out. Then. I want to talk to you about uh, grown-ups. Now I am going to the to Palm Beach next weekend, so I will be on the beach when you talk to me, and I'll be I'll be lounging. Boy, it's great to be a gigolo, ain't it? Make sure BP doesn't clean you up. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> what do you got to fucking do for her, spread? <laughs> yeah. What do you got to do for this money? <laughs> That's what I would do. Because I enjoy it, sir. Right, I understand. You're you're living that life, dude. <laughs> Sorry to say, but I, I'm having. There's the one good thing in my life, and the one person who I can Polo unequivocally say is the best person in the world. Polo, don't let anything happen to that dick of yours, so you'll <laughs> fucking starve to death. <laughs> All right. All right. I want you to put when you when you're done with it. I want you to put that dick in a mason jar All and right, keep it fucking safe. Try and keep it in a safe place at present. <laughs> Sorry. This is, this is my life. The tip of his penis is like a screwdriver. No one even understands. He's like a Phillips head screwdriver. And the ladies look. It unlocks something in there. We're having a great time. And, this is, and the world is a crazy place. And we found a refuge in each other. That is beautiful. And I guess when you go through our money, you put the fucking plastic bag over her head. <laughs> You motherfucker. You know what? Don't call the next movie Gap. Call it Paul O. <laughs> okay. There, seriously, there is going to be an attempt to make a Gap 2, but I, I, um, I'm doing it slowly and, and, and with uh, you know a fair amount of uh, caution. Can I ask you a favor? Yes, sir. Can Fez be in this one? Yeah, by all means. But I've seen what's happened to some of the other stars. I think this is a jinx set. And, and actually, I did actually expect Opie and Anthony and Louis C.K. to, to a certain degree, assist me with this movie as a payback, as a, as a kind of, you know. I don't uh, know if they'll assist you with. I guarantee you they'll review it for you. Okay. Well, you know, then I then I think that would be a good thing. But I mean, I, I, hold on, I I, I got a uh, Ron Weasley spy report. Yes, go ahead. You're on the Run Fed show. Hey, Ron. Uh, yeah, so uh, we woke up about 7 this morning, got in line about 8.30, waited till about an hour ago. Then we get out of line because we figure we'll come back in August. And uh, we get out of line to go on all the other rides, make use of our fast passes, and uh, everything's shut down because it's about to pour here. 
And uh, all these people are still the Harry Potter line, yelling at each other, screaming, cussing, and fighting. So uh, that that Harry Potter thing is that big, that exciting, huh? Yeah, yeah. The line the line was all out on City Walk this morning. It's been like a probably like the end of the line probably won't even get in today. Nothing could be more uh, popular and more famous than this Harry Potter. Uh, What's more, like, more uh, famous than Harry Potter? Yeah, nothing. Uh, they're, they're bigger than Jesus, is the I way mean, Hermione I, put it. I'm, I'm officially over to the Twilight side now. I mean, after that, wait. Yeah, because you wait it long, now you like Twilight. Yeah. All right. Until there's Twilight a Twilight Park. Wait. All yeah, right, honey. Maybe it's Twilight Park. All right, call me from the what? bumper cars. Was that a mother okay. talking about Twilight? Who knows? Harry yeah. Potter is literally my neighbor now in Florida, so I, I I'm like right in the middle of it. Oh, you live over that far? Yeah, yeah. It's like close to Lakeland, which is not far from. Uh, you live Florida. in Lakeland. That's where you fucking ended up, Lakeland. Yes, Lakeland, Flat City. Oh but, Jesus Christ! Well, hey, hey, look, we all gotta die someplace. You know, this is a good place to die. There's a lot, a lot of open fields. I can just open, get a pick a nice spot of earth, and I'm all set to go, man. It's Great here. Do me a favor, sweet dick. Polish that fucking thing, all right? Because Mama right. wants it later. Thank you, sir. All right. Take care of yourself. All right. Like it's depressing talking to that man, Paulo. Longtime movie reviewer, uh, recent gigolo for the Run of Fez show. If you live long enough, there becomes fewer and fewer guys for you to compete with, and you'll become a stud. If you make it to 80, 85, you could have had any woman that you went to high school with. That's scary. Yeah. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Uh, we got a break here. You got a new bet when we come back, Fizz? Yeah, something I'm going to talk about, some vandalism in Russia. I can't wait. Vandalism in Russia. All coming up on the Ron and Fez Show. The Ron and Fez Show. The virus on Sirius XM.
Broadway punks are on dope. Serrano Fez show. Uh, getting ready for uh, match three of the day. And uh, like Sal from Dog Day Afternoon, I want to go to Algeria. We have Algeria now I am fucking cheering to beat England. After what happened with the Thai boys. One of the big problems, I think, for us, why we don't win games, our uh, coach isn't wearing a suit and tie like a man. I want you to fucking walk out there looking like Jay-Z, you motherfucker. You represent the United States of America. Is that too much to ask? Dress up a little bit. Like it's a funeral. Dress up like you were going to a funeral. It's a big time. Oh, it's just so aggravating. They said something like the the team that we uh, tied today, their country, Slovenia, which, what is it? I think you could fit 480 of them into the United States. That's how little they are. So if they were the United States or we took them in, somehow we'd have 480 stars. What is that bar they keep showing the people yelling? For some reason, there's some local bar that they keep going to. Probably that bar downtown, the uh, the one, the soccer bar. Oh, the soccer bar. Yeah, there's, like, there's, there's one in in, in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, I know. Except for the ones in the story where every bar is just filled with old Greek men getting hammered as they walk to work in the morning. You mean Nevada Smiths? Nevada Smiths, yeah. yeah. Some Russian vandals decided they were going to protest against the state police getting more powers there. They have state police over there? Yeah, it's like... 80s? Yep, exactly. Where And so they decided to protest against this. And their protests included painting a 200-foot-long penis on a bridge in St. Petersburg, Russia. Now, the dick, for some reason, seems to be very popular with vandals. If you see a school that's been vandalized, something drawn on it, it's usually a penis. Same with any sort of bathroom, any public bathroom. Someone has to draw a dick on it. And it's amazing to me that this is really like an international language here. Dick drawing between people who commit vandalism. And then they are always done exactly the same. There's never, like, any sort of... Someone never draws, like, a flaccid penis. It's always the big erect penis where they get the... For some reason, they can't draw the head on it. These are horrible artists, if you want to call them that. And it always looks like some sort of heart-shaped valentine on the end of it so that this thing always ends up looking like a chicken drumstick. So it's the same in Russia as it is in the United States. And then, of course, always the same, no matter who's, who is vandalizing something and drawing the penis on it. They can't forget to have the three drops coming out of the end of it because it's not dick vandalism unless this penis is oozing. And, uh, of course, I don't understand how they thought the giant penis would end up giving people more freedoms in Russia. You might want to say maybe more freedoms. I don't know if the police there, whatever replaced the KGB, even realized that that giant 200-foot dick was meant for them. 
It could just be kids from the University of St. Petersburg or something. So that was just something I noticed about vandalism. International vandalism. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez Show on a Friday. Waiting now for Angolin to start playing uh, Algeria in the World Cup. Um, we need Algeria to win this. Or at least tie him. We need an Algerian tie. Do you think I ever woke up this morning thinking I, I needed Algeria's help? Never was coming down that way. I've never thought of Algeria in my life. Well, dog day afternoon. WNEW, we play all the hits. I bark, okay? He bites. That man bites. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Sean. Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, I think from what Fez has pointed out, it's pretty obvious that all vandals are gay. They're just so obsessed with dicks. Well, you know, the dick joke is very, very uh, the big out there. Um, it's the insult bit. It's the shock bit. Comics do it. Vandals do it. Ryan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Fezzy. Hey. Uh, what would you like the dicks to look like? Um you know, more hair, more veins? Uh, I think that's asking for too much. Um, Darker shades. I mean, I know we're an XL channel. You can still go too far. There still should be some type of uh, of taste here. Um, Mike, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Great show, buddy. Did you just say that England's playing against a bunch of progeria kids? I hope so. I hope that's what they're exactly going to be happening. I need any help I can get right now. Any help whatsoever. I might be having our string, our intern, drive through Algeria. Got a good look at that country if they win today. Um, let's go over here to Chris, Florida, Yarmouth and Fez. Good afternoon, boys. Yes. Hey, Fez, do you have penises painted all over your apartment? Look, here's, here's the deal. Fez went into a fucking rant on the Russian uh, fucking vandal scene. On the graffiti scene of Russia. Think Banksy's fucking drawing giant cocks all over the place? It's Fez just heard the story when you're a kid, Fez. One of the things kids learn how to draw is, is the giant cock. It's just kind of the, hey, fuck you, look at this. Seems like they would just draw what they normally doodle. Yeah, that's what they're doodling. Like here, like you fucking see a woman's face, you put a fucking, uh, you draw a giant cock next to it, a couple of dots coming out at the end, you show your friends, they're like, fuck, that's unbelievable. That's fucking great. It's called shock, shocking and jocking. Okay. Shock those jocks, I like to say. Um... Here's uh, Tyler, you're on Fez. Fezzy, how you doing, buddy? Good, pal. What can we do for you? Just wondering if, uh, before anybody graffitis a dick, if they got to break into the uh, dick treasure troll from Superbad that the kid was drawing and run each one by you. Oh, well, that, you know, those, they don't even match up. They're not even the legitimate graffiti dicks. Those uh, look like they were done by an artist in uh, Superbad. 
these things are just, it's the same everywhere, where it's just all misaligned. Misaligned? Yeah, out of proportion. Uh, all right, so draw us the penis that you're speaking of. This is the standard one. Oops, I forgot the drops. Alright, I am going load. to ask I mean I'm not you, very good, but who who you got in there with you? I got String and Stephanie. Alright. I don't want Stephanie to see like this. The, so you and String come on over. Now uh Fez claims that this is the international international mm-hmm. penis thing. The only ones that you'll see. Uh, and here's what Fez what is... What the fuck is that? <laughs> now, that's what I said. They all end up like a, a, look like a, a drumstick. Now, what I want you to do is just go to Google Image, see penis drawings, and see if there's anything drawn like this, because it is absolutely not. You've basically drawn a drumstick in three dots. That just doesn't happen. Where have you seen this drawing, Fez? I've seen this, like, on the sides of schools and bathrooms. There's one. That's a cock picture right there. Yeah. Nothing. Here's another one. I don't even know. Drawing MS Paint. Right, where the head is just uh, too big. Are you going to compare that with this? It doesn't look like a drumstick. There's nothing drumstick about this. We should put that on the This actually only has the one ball... And then a lump yeah. on it. <laughs> it looks like a tadpole. It's it's like an empty sack in there. I was wondering what you were talking about. Maybe you're confused about the penis drawing. Here, look. Here's another fucking looks cruder. Right. Ha ha, you suck. Ha ha, you suck. Yes, that's the type of thing you're going to do. Like, It's kind of like made you look at a dick <laughs> is what is the humor part of cock graffiti. John, you're on Yo, Ronnie, what's uh, up, man? Here is, here's what I'm going to do, and this is going to be a fucking prick job. Hicks, I want to picture this and post it to 202. It's going on. No, I didn't have time. I you, just freehanded no, it as you, fast as I could. But then you also said to me and Hicks that that is the fucking traditional thing. As Hicks goes through here, no one has drawn what you've drawn. Yours looks like, um... There you go. <laughs> That's pretty well done, actually. I like how surprised she is. <laughs> That's all uh, a man has ever fantasized, that a woman is shocked by the enormity of his penis. Um... Here is uh, Dan, New Orleans. Yeah, go to YouTube and type in Dick Doodles. There's a guy that draws dicks and uh, other cartoons out of them. It's phenomenal. That actually used to be um, one of the things that I would do in elementary school. Is like I would be drawing a naked woman and then always pretend that the teacher was coming over and would try to change it into something else. And thinking, yes, he got away with it one more time. <laughs> All right, so he starts out with a photo of, uh, well, a drawing of a penis. 
and then turns it into an old man. Uh, Anthony, you're on running Fez. Well, there. I've been listening to this show for a while, and it seems that the only time I hear this guy talk, Fez, that is, it's either about mental illness, equal rights, or dicks. This seems to have to issue to me, right? I, I, well, first of all, yes, you are 100% correct. Um, but beyond that is perhaps it's growing a little bit. Maybe he's expanding. I mean, as you know, he just fucking brought in three bits today and did them. Um, let's go to Jim. You're on running Fez. Hey, buddy. Maybe Fezzy doesn't know what a dick looks like because he's only seen his own and not another man. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. And then he doesn't that even makes look. makes no sense. I have one. But you don't even look at your own. You've even told us. You're very nervous about that. Um, Fez, what shocks you that when the graffiti artist mm-hmm. draws the penis, it would be erect? Why would you think anyone would want to draw a flaccid penis? Well, I just thought that it's, uh, if someone's going to draw this, that maybe there would be different kinds. People don't draw a house the same way. Yeah, there is a, you know, the box house is pretty famous, right? Oh, yeah, okay. So this is graffiti. It's not actual art. If you look at Michelangelo, I'm sure he would draw it. And, of course, though, in those type of paintings, there are flaccid penises because they're not looking to shock this guy draws this penis with the thing of a woman has to go by and see this, right? Uh-huh. This oh, yeah. is the point of this. It is not supposed to be art. It's just supposed to fucking piss people off. By the way, somebody was telling me that there's some kind of American idol for artists on Bravo now. I don't know the name of it, but... I want to kind of watch it. It is amazing how many shows have ripped off American Idol over the years. It's called uh, Work of Art, Next Great Art. Yeah. Cupcake Wars is just American Idol for cupcakes. Yeah. There's no fucking difference. They sit down. They judge it the same way. They have a little Ryan Seacrest lookalike. They're let down with people. And I can't believe I've seen two Cupcake Wars now. And seen two different people cry. Yeah, I saw the first, the second <laughs> How episode. How can you cry? You <laughs> made a cupcake someone out. didn't like. They even go with the foreign judge. The one foreign judge. Could you imagine if you cried at work? I could. You were a little bit today, right? Uh-huh, yep. Was it the penis drawing? No, that wasn't it. What had you teared up today? The, the American tie? No, that didn't help. Just, you know, a few mistakes here and there that were catching up to me, really bothering me. What you do? Is that new medicine has you farting more? Oh, God, it won't stop. You're getting, Ah. and no one ever hears you, but the problem is you're slipping them out and not warning us. Well, it's slipping out, and as I'm trying to hold it in. But why can't you give your partners a warning? Because, I, trust me, I never expect them to get loose. Right, but why don't you let us know after the fact? Well, then I'm too embarrassed. Right, but you're getting the fucking dir- dirty diaper thing from certain people. Yeah. You're picking a, You're thinking you're getting away with You're saying yeah to me. I'm telling you what a guy would do for another guy is, watch out, this is fucking coming. 
not just have us looking around the room like something died here. Hicks just went through two lobster rolls, and he has the fucking stomach of an old lady. So we know he's going to be problems. Maybe, and I know that you, you don't fuck, you get embarrassed about this kind of stuff, right? Absolutely. Would you be willing to just ring a bell for us to let us, I'm serious, just a warning bell? I get, if I didn't have to say the actual words, maybe the bell would be better. Uh, and then Hicks, I don't know whether you know this. I was hoping you would just think it was other people. Well, you've actually blamed it on the fucking uh, new intern. Yeah. <gasps> oh, come on. Yeah. That's not right, Fez. That's mean. It could have been anybody at that point. Um, Let me know when this is up on 202, friend six. Yeah, very soon. Anthony, you're on a Fez. Yeah, where did, where did this graffiti take place? St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg? More like St. Petersburg. See you. I don't even think you even have to change it. Robot artist, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Yes, I've uh, seen uh, that new show. Oh, what is it? Excuse me, I have, to, I have to stand outside. Fez is ringing the bell. Go ahead, Robot Artist. Yeah, uh, I saw that new show, uh, Work of Art. Uh, it's, uh, I can finally say that it is a reality show that I'm not embarrassed to watch. How many times has it been on now? It's just one episode so far. You can catch it on Bravo On Demand. All right, Bravo On Demand. I'm going to check it out. It's actually uh, executive produced by Sarah Jessica Parker. I was shocked to see her. And, and now I've got to say I'm a fan of hers. She's a patron of the arts. Well, her and her husband are everywhere in town. They support all, uh, everything. There's nothing that happens that those two aren't like, we are behind it. I wish I could get them to support radio. That would be the greatest. Well, there's some real creativity on the show, and there's a wide range of artists, you know, from uh, young kids to uh, an actual older person, so that's nice to see. And uh, I'm interested to see what kind of work they come up with on the rest of the show. All right, well, if, I'm going to try to check this out myself. And hey, while I've got you, mm -hmm. let me remind everybody that we have Eastside Dave t-shirts on sale. Go to uh, Twitter202Friends, and you'll find a link there. Thank support you very Dave. much, my friend. Support Dave and the MacDonald family. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 202 Friends does have a link up uh, to the beautiful shirt that uh, Robot Artist stated that. I wish I never called him RoboCop the other day. That was a confusing thing on my part. And maybe uh, with this show, Fezzy, we can get you and your penis drawings on there. I don't think they're good enough. Why do you got to put yourself down? All right, it's up on 202, friends. All right, that uh, I, was really fast. You hopped right on that. I'm picking up a little bit of that fucking diaper smell. Sorry. Was that... Is it, did you again? Mm-hmm. Why can't you fucking alert, dude? And what medicine is doing this to you? This is my diabetes medicine. Now, when you get like this at home, do you just let it rip? Yeah, yeah. It's like a lot of times I can't control it there. I mean... Here, I try to sit on it and keep it all contained. That's bad, man. Yeah, you're going to end up blowing your toes off. But I'm not getting used to this stuff like they said I would. Makes it smell worse, too. Well, remember, we got a uh, caller before that said you won't get used to it. Yeah. 
There it is. <laughs> 202 friends. It could be uh, a fish taking a shit. <laughs> it does not. Fezzi thinks that the shaft is connected to the ball in a way. Look at that. Like, the shaft comes out just as thick as the ball. It's scary looking. No one for a second would believe that that was a penis. I'll get a look at Fez's art. We should have had him sign it. Fuck. We still have the original. And get this out maybe one day. You want to sign it, Fez, and then we'll give it away as a prize one day? I'll sign it. All right. Would you have it framed, too? Why no, do they do can this? do that on their own. Why don't you take one of those fucking diabetes farts all over it so they can have the stink of you forever? What's the fucking the envelope? What's the uh, new intern's name? It's uh, Stephanie, Jim, and Toby. Uh, Jim is who he confused. Oh, okay. He accused Jim because I'm like, oh, dude, and I'm just fucking sitting in here, and I'm like, "There's a, this was a while back, and I go... Because there's that fucking dirty diaper smell. And he goes like this. It's that new intern. <gasps> and this is like 1 o'clock in the end. And I go like this. Well, I haven't seen him in two hours. How is he fucking stinking up? Came in before the show. I go, and it's still lingering two hours later? That's a fucking oil spill. There's not a lot of circulation in this studio. I know, but does it hurt you to walk out in the fucking hall, down in the bathroom? Something. I've ended up doing it on the stairs. We're just walking down, there was a release. And I'm hitting two floors. What are you, you walked down the steps here? It's 36 fucking floors. No, the one's in the lobby. Hmm. Uh, let's go over here to uh, Eric. You're in Fez. Yeah, I've got a, a good uh, protest Fez you could get behind. You know, you've heard of hands across America. How about cocks across America? Everybody lines up dick to dick. I don't like it. I'm starting to agree with that guy. Mental illness, equality, and penises. It's a short gamut that you're running here. Well, I don't think I've talked about penises in a long time. David Lynch uh, just tweeted, This weekend I'm going to try to find out if I'm connected to the moon. <laughs> okay. Kirk, you're on Fez. Hey, when Fez is going to fart, he's supposed to say, Yay, pudding! Oh. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um... Richard, you're on my fest. Hey, you got a spy report for you. All right. Uh, let me hit this. Spy report. Spy report. All right. Uh, so I'm down in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. And, All fucked uh, up. About two days ago, uh, there was car balls washing up on Okaloosa Island. And if you go to CNN.com on the left-hand side where all the tracking the oil, sp oil spill is, click under pictures, and on the first page, Go to the very bottom picture, and uh, you'll see it right there. I'm but sorry. Beaches are open, so. Beaches are open, so try to uh, swim on top of the water. Because underneath, you can fucking hit, you, you can hit these goddamn tar balls. That's three Florida counties now that we know are affected. What state? Florida. Florida. 
Uh, let's go over here. Charlie, you're on Fez. Ronnie, if you look at the picture closely, it, it really says a lot. You ought to bring an expert in because you can clearly see it's something that could easily fit in an ass. Like, it's, it's tapered. There's lips at the end. It's almost like Fez's dream. Mm. It's very funny. Within It's only been up for a couple of seconds. A thousand people have already fucking viewed this thing. All right, a lot of it's, galleries don't get that in New York. Um, let's read what some of the people have to say. There's already uh, some comments up. I was expecting Jackie Treehorn. That's a fucking great reference. Uh, instead, I have a hankering for fried chicken. A leg of chicken. Is that an elephant trunk spitting? Um, Steeler Girl says I can't stop laughing. Oh my God, sick. Cantina scene alien shit? Looks like that snail is about to have a thought. If that's what it looks like, I'd keep that secret. Jesus looks like a turkey drumstick that is thinking. Looks like the mutant water from Abyss. Looks like a smiling elephant. Fezzy fried chicken dick. I feel bad for whatever guy that's at the end of that mongrel of a cock. And it looks like Fezzy's secret is that he has a messed up dick. Um, it's up right now on 202 Friends. Very, very odd. This is Fez's drawing of a penis, which he also claims is the universal drawing. Mm -hmm. And they all draw a heart at the penis head, and it looks like a drumstick. And I have never seen a drawing like this, or thank God a penis like this. Will, Alabama, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, it looks just like one of those gooey dogs they eat on uh, the Food Network all the time. Oh, God. Uh, in the time that I read that, another 300 people viewed it. Very, very odd, Fezzy. Well, I guess it's kind of an inkblot thing where people are going to interpret what they think they see. Um, looks like a shitting whale. Does this guy even have a penis? Worst drawing of a cock ever. Is this the thought bubble above Earl's head? Looks like a geoduck. Looks like a bent World Cup trophy. Is that your asshole farting? And then finally, Fez, that's beautiful, from Rorschach. Thank you, Rorschach. He is the kind, <laughs> seriously. He is a sweetheart. If there's one person who's a friend of us all, it's Rorschach. Oh. Bobo 2.0 looks to me like the mutant baby from Eraserhead. Or that's Bobo's dick. Fudgy the whale. But what's it taste like? If this is the if this as Fez has only seen his own. And this is what is drawn, that he draws. It's clear. Fez has a fucked up looking dick. Now it all makes sense. Fez is looking for an elephant trunk. Shock to you, Fez? Yeah, a little bit of a shock to me. Thought that this was uh, the universal penis look? That's, and I stick by that, yeah. That's how they end up being drawn. Vandals, short on time, that's what they're 
drawn penises look like? Looks like Audrey 2. Looks like Mark Wahlberg's spaceship from the new version of Planet of the Apes. Kentucky Fez Chicken. Is that a dripping hog leg? It's scary. This must be while he's not acting on his secret. Looks like the back leg of a camel kicking rocks. Up on 202 Friends now. Fez has shocked us with his drawing on a penis. Go to Twitter. 202 Friends. And it is somewhat embarrassing. Those Chelsea people sure have weird fetishes. You need a, a date to jog your memory. Yum. And then this is very weird. Ugh. Scott O'Leary just says, Hi, Ron. Scott, don't waste my time. <laughs> I'm reading comments. He didn't want to get lost in the crowd. Uh, you've got over 2,100 views that quickly, Fez. Um, and no one has said, Hey, Fez, you've drawn the universal cock. Art critics. They're all art critics. Maybe this will be at the Guggenheim next week. Why would it? You've never been there. Someone would have to tell me where, where to go. Upper East Side. You don't see a lot of New York, do you, big man? No, I don't. No. Seeing your sprinkler later on today? Oh, yes. You want to take this picture with you? No, I think I'll leave that here. Why do you why are you hiding things from your shrink? I think this is important. You do? Yeah. I mean, I'll take it in if you think so. The fact that there is drawing therapy, I mean, obviously you had some kind of mutated cock uh, stuck into your toddler mouth at a very, you know, inopportune time. Not that I can recall. Sure you can't recall. You've got a brain full of cum. England has started against uh, Argentina. Algeria. Oh, I'm sorry. Algeria. Argentina, if you remember me saying this, Fed, I said they would be the talk of this, and they now are. And your Germany team, uh-huh. as great as they looked the other day, just hideous out there. You can't bet the soccer. That could not have been the same team we saw. No, I don't know whether they refielded the entire squad, but just a disaster they for played, my bracket. They played different. I mean, they played like different fucking people. And I'm dropping in the hardcore league. It's not going well. Hmm. Not a lot you can do about it. Wow. England on command here, too. They want this one bad. He almost fucking, he almost scored that. And that was way out there. I was like, if Tom Dempsey kept, kicked a fucking goal from 63 and a half yards. Now I want to remind people about Unmasked with special guest Polly Shore, premiering this weekend on Raw Dog, XM 150, Sirius 104, and then on that Saturday night, and then Sunday night right here on the Virus XM 202. What RBI is we running this weekend? We got uh, Joan Rivers, Deepak Chopra, and Pray Pharrell. Pray Pharrell? Yeah. Goes back a ways. A little bit. Great interview. Was it? I loved it. I just remember the uncomfortability of me and fucking Perry Pharrell 
singing Jay Giles together, and then me fucking going, what am I doing? It was awesome. Sunday, 9 p.m. Algeria. Algeria. Uh, so you're not getting a new shrink, Fuzzy. Well, I haven't found one yet. Have you looked? I've looked into some names. I haven't been able to um, make appointments for a consultation. But I've got some names that I've got picked out. Does your shrink know you're still looking? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've brought that up. You think that's why she look, She called you? That uh, that might have been. So that I'm going to talk about that, why I got that phone call right. in the middle of the day, in the middle of the show yesterday. Has she ever uh, called you before? Um, she's called me before, you know, just, you know, when there was some crises going on, some crises that she knew about, she's called and checked on me, but never just in the middle of the day like this, when nothing was happening. Maybe her office smells like a dirty diaper. She just wants to fucking, uh, check if that's you kicking in the SBDs. Uh, let's look at some of the new comments about Fez's uh, penis picture on 202 Friends of Twitter. Yeah, the dick is weird, but Fez's calm looks like Cheerios, apparently. Looks like an arm in a tank top punching a bunch of Skittles. Now the fact that he's an asexual homo makes a lot of sense. He'll never w- be willing to f- uh, find a partner to put that in his mouth. At least we know Fezzy shaves his balls even if he doesn't shave his back. Deflated balloon with spittle. I was in the pool. I was in the pool. Fex just failed the Rorschach ink block test. Is that Fezzi's heart? Uh, now we know Fez's secret. He's never seen a pe- penis. Sorry, Ron. Oh, it's got O'Leary again. Again? Looks like the leg of one of the legendary homo cum pants. So that's what a homo queer sickle looks like. Homo queer sickle, Picasso prick. Is that a generic British soccer cock? It's official. Fez was molested by Michael Jackson. And this one also says fastest Photoshop ever. And it comes to us. All right, you got to come over and see this, X. From Cigars and, Sh- and Scotch. And there's no reason for it. There's no reason for this fucking Photoshop to have ever taken place. <clears throat> but apparently, there it is. Watley begins. Says <laughs> as Batman. And there's the bat signal. Is the big... <laughs> All right, got... cigars and scotch. And that was really uncalled for. You've already done the Jerry Garcia Photoshop to me. That's already looks stupid compared to this. Um... Fez's dick looks more like Toddy Boy's Todd Hillier. Which end of the Valuz... What are these things called? I never remember the horns. Um. Oh, the Vazulas. Which end of the Vazulas do I blow in? Fez has a big has big pussy lips, doesn't he? Yeah, they do look like... Uh, this is hilarious. He can't draw either. Then again, I'm a girl. Map of Hawaii. Looks like years of dysfunction and denial. It's the trunk from the blue aardvark. Flying fish. Fez, is that a map of Pinellas Park, Florida? Looks like a rhino dick. Deflating balloon. An abortion puking. 
Bad Tuve, Chaz Bono's new cock. I had quite a few people commenting on this. Everybody sees something a little different, I guess, in art. Did you just say you farted? No, I said art. Mm. It's been seen close to 3,500 times, Fuzzy, that quickly. You've got some uh, people... I, Fez is saying that word wrong. You told me Vizulas? Yeah. I need the correct pronunciation. Um, Chris, do you say you're on Fez? Hey, Ronnie B. Uh, that ref today on the German game was atrocious. I swear by halftime he was getting chewed out by the FIFA president, just telling him to calm down a bit. I mean, five cards inside of 40 minutes, that was ridiculous. There's no way the German team could be expected to go out there, play the game that they played last Sunday, and be successful. It was horrible. Uh, I woke up, you know, with, with them um, losing, I guess, and missed, you know, the first half or whatever. But I heard from my friend that it was the worst fucking ref job that he had ever seen, yeah. too. No, it was horrible. And that, and that goal they scored was after the red, red, uh, red card, which would have, you know, pulled them down to 10 men. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it, was a, it was a travesty for them. But, Ronnie B., don't worry, you're safe. The Netherlands win this World Cup hands down. It's getting lined up that way. There's nobody stopping them. Orange all the way. All right. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Alex Philly, you're on Fez. Hey, guys. How you doing? Um, I got to agree with the last caller. Um. Germany had to change up their game plan completely because Miroslav Klose was the guy that got uh, called out at uh, the 20th minute. He is their, he's their striker. He's an unbelievable striker. He's uh, one of the fastest players, best goal scorers in the world. And they lose him, they can't play the same game. And that rough was he was atrocious. And that keeps Germany. him out of the next game too, right? Um, I'm not sure. If it was a double yellow, which I think it was, I think he does play in the next game. Okay, I never knew that. I never – I never – I every time I fucking hear something new about soccer – I'm like, oh, yeah, everyone knows that, I'm told. But I always thought, red card, you're out that game in the next one. But if it's a double yellow, it's just that game? I think it's just that game, and then the next game, you're uh But it's something weird. Like, in the next game, you get a yellow, too, you're out of that one, too. I don't know. It's very weird. All All right, thank you. I appreciate it, my friend. No problem, boys. Bye. Well, Fez, uh, you're hearing some. Did you get up and watch your Germany today? Um, I, I watched a little bit of it and then turned it off. How did you not watch the basketball game last night? That was tension, and not only complete tension, but you see people that you know from TV and movies looking freaked out. I mean, you see Jack Nicholson's face. He ain't fucking playing games. He's a goddamn stupid fan like anybody else. Living and dying with that. When he's already rich and famous on his own. Why would you add something to your life that could bring you pain? And Phil Jackson, uh, now with 11 championships as coach, may go down as not just the greatest professional soccer coach, but may go down someday as the greatest professional sports coach in American history. Because 11... 11 fucking championship rings. This last one, they said uh, he's having it sized much bigger. Oh, okay. It seems like that happens as the sports go on, as the years go on. What's that? The rings get more and more gigantic. No, he's having it sized much bigger. Oh, okay. 
Because he has ten fingers, and he's putting it on his dick. What I do, Fez, instead of just summaries, mm -hmm. try to throw a little gag out there. Throw a little joke. Um, let's go over to uh, Rube, Oklahoma. You're on Fez. How you doing, buddies? Hey, I was checking the uh, Fezzy cock drawing. At last check, 3,600 views, zero favorites. That's Nobody hard, likes it. That's hard to believe. And I, I, I am looking, and it is true. That's rough. Well, let's that's read rough. some of these. Uh, a lot of the... Right, here's second fastest Photoshop. These are coming very quick now, the Photoshops. A little too quick. Uh, it's the Guggenheim with Fez's fucking stupid uh, diabetes dick drawn in there. You're doing good with it, though, Fez. You're doing good with it. Well, I guess people seem to be enjoying it. Looks like something George Jetson would drive. Is this a representation of what Fez did to Dave? Uh, hey, Ron, look what I got you on FamousCockArt.com. Looks like a frog sneezing. One of the creatures from Alien. I don't know if they're enjoying it, Fez, but they haven't favored it yet. Well, just by saying that, somebody pro nope, still hasn't. Still no? Mm-mm. 202 friends on Twitter, bringing it all in. I mean, we need these fucking Brits to at least just tie. Oh, this is fucking nuts. Uh, quick weather report. Not cold out today, Fess. Not a cold day. Hot. Hot. If you go so far. Hot. Almost time to add it. For me, in the summertime, I have to add layers. Oh. I'm picking up an aroma. Did you let one slip by? There may have been one. Why don't you fucking tell me, dude? Because a lot of times I don't feel it. How do you not feel a fart? Are you incontinent? I'd rather you fucking ripped it fucking loud and let us know what we're in for. But you're seeping them. And I want you to tell me the truth. Was that at the last couple unmasked? There was, I, I will admit to one at an unmasked. The very last one, the Polly Shore one. We're going to have to move you uh, away from the front of the room. And it's not, it has nothing to do with your work. And completely that I need and the guest needs to focus. Uh, 4,100 times it's viewed now. One fa uh, favored one time. All right, so that's starting to even out a little bit. Let's see. All right, one person said I'd suck it. Feather showing his work at the Noodleheim. Stuffleupagus. I love it. Assigned Chesbono. Not bad for a third grade retard. Hello, Ronnie B. Hey, Ron, remember Lefty? 
Those were the days. Looks like the mouth of the anteater from the old Pink Panther cartoons. Hey, Ant. Hey, Ant, what are you drawing? Chicken leg? Uh, I got to hang around here after the show at all, or can I uh, get out of here quick today? Hicks. Just have to cut two quick things, so, you know. But two quick in. things. This is some copy, that's all. Delete no time. Let's start and cut those during the show. Okay. People love to hear when we're cutting uh, spots or anything. They get the biggest kick out of it. Promos they love. It's like you're, you're uh, pulling the uh, curtain back and watching someone take a shit. That's what it's basically like. I have a feeling now we're not going to fucking get out of this thing that the U.S. won't move on after those two ties. I think we still have a chance. Mathematically, we got to figure it out. Because that other team is one win, right? Yeah. yeah so they got four points. That's the most that we can get. England wins today. They'll have four points. We can have five. How can we have five? Because we have two from two draws. So, but now, and then three if we beat uh, Algeria. All right. So what we're now hoping for is other people to lose. Yeah. We're not we're no longer controlling our all. Oh, fuck, he just laid that guy out. He elbowed to the fucking chin. And nothing gets called there. I can't believe it, but another guy looks like Billy Crystal. Why is he the universal penis? Why is he the chicken leg of human beings? Algeria moves the ball down fast. I give him a little bit of fucking credit here. Um, Fezzy, we need anything to plug before we get out of here today? I want to tell people, uh, the Portland, Oregon Ron and Fez fans are getting together this weekend, this Sunday, at Eastburn. That's at 5 p.m. Uh, at Eastburn, where they're going to hang out and have some fun together. 5 p.m. when? 5 p.m. Portland time. What day? Sunday. Sunday. Father's Day. Your chance to bypass your father and uh, go get drunk with Ken from Portland. Who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. I heard the Mick would rather settle in. I don't get it. He doesn't make friends easy, does he? I guess not. Now I think about it. Not very many. Not a mixer. Oh, no. More of a just griper. Mm. Used to be a drunk. Doesn't drink at all now, huh? No. You think you could ever make that move? No. Well, I'm sure once I hit bottom, I guess I'll try. You hit bottom when you were fucking in your teens. Yeah. I probably had a bunch of bottom moments. <laughs> yeah. Your fucking bottom hit bottom, if that's possible. Did wake up in a pile of garbage once on the street. That wasn't a pile of garbage. That was your bedroom. That was the room <laughs> you grew up in. All right, we got to uh, get out of here uh, today. Enjoy your soccer weekend. Congratulations to the Lakers fans. That's fucking amazing to come back and win the last two games against a really good Celtics team. I know a lot of people aren't big fans of defense, but... What are you going to do about it? 
Thanks, everybody, to help string out today. Uh, we'll keep you updated on this kid's trip across the country. Take care, everybody. And that's the end of my show. Donk. and cars I watched it for a little while I love to watch things on TV Love to watch things on TV.